friends welcome 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 to the big show virtual strangers episode 142 i am your host wes with me as always is my good friend roots roots how are you doing this fine sunday afternoon i'm just doing good i was telling you i, I found an amazing suit of armor for uh um elden ring and uh i'm i can't wait for it to come into vr because it's such an amazing game i can't i can't wait to see it because you were very descriptive about what it looked like and now i have this uh badass mental picture in my head and now i want to see it just to see how well my uh picture lines up with reality yeah that's what's cool is um d was looking at it and she was like uh because she was working on timestamps and i was playing and um and then i turned around and she's like oh my god like she saw the back and she thought it was cool but when i turned around she's like dude that just looks badass so that's what i love about those games uh the dark soul games the skins look so good and this one is no uh no different so that's what i mean if you're gonna grind and grind and grind it, th that's that's kind of the one thing that that uh or one of the things that that flat gaming still really has when you get a big triple a release uh, it's just pretty, right? Everything just looks pretty, and and uh, it's a a bit of a shock when you move over from, you know, uh, what what is pretty much a standalone dominated VR, uh, you know, catalog right now in the AAA flat. I, I'd say it's pretty jarring, uh, especially at first, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's why I want to see this game in VR, man. And that's why I don't care if it's exactly as it is with the same controller same schematics actually i prefer it that way um because it's my chill game but going i mean i man i i was going through this castle today in the the side of this mountain and i'm I'm roaming around for an hour and a half trying to find just the lever to get down to the dungeon so mash and i can fight that thing and it was also a, t a way to get through to the next area and um this thing the scope of this thing i, I guarantee in vr especially if you're at the level of the guy behind him in third person you're going to be looking up at you know two three hundred foot i mean it's amazing wes it's going to blow your mind in vr especially but even flat it blows my mind um and it has everything so it's cool well uh here here's our hope right because uh, you know this game specifically are we ever going to see it in vr probably not something like this would have to be kind of designed well you, you would think so but uh there's hope there's always hope that the pc version gets a performance patch and if the pc version gets a performance patch that makes a fairly significant difference with the performance of the game then we always have our luke ross we always have our prey dog we have these guys that we can fall back on to kind of right the ship and get these games into the headset for us uh so you know may, who knows maybe in a year uh we'll be playing elden ring in, oh, in vr but regardless of that you know in a year we'll be playing playstation vr2 so yeah. i'm sure we'll have plenty of elden rings and, and games like that to come yeah and that's where i would expect it to be um vr spry guy wanted to know if you are in fallout 4 you've been i am it, right? i am this is oh in this the is uh yeah. this is yeah this is diamond city this is actually literally where i ended my last stream at like oh. i made it here and, uh, I, you know, I thought I was going to be playing in Diamond City my last stream because I finished up that uh, side mission uh, where I had to clear the factory out of all the uh, raiders or what have you. 
and I and I kind of gathered that 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 settlement. They said they're going to become Minutemen now, and uh, I said, "All right, let's go on to Diamond City." And uh, it took me my whole stream, like two two hours, two and a half hours, just to get there because you can't fast travel until you get there for the first time. So literally, I had to go across the map. I ran a, across a couple of little small side things that took my attention, and literally by the time I got there, it was time to to end the stream. Uh, but it was a, it was a good fun time, you know, even not having progressed the story at all. I really thoroughly enjoyed it and uh, I'm looking forward to getting back in. But Roots, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have time, man. There's so many games coming out in March. Like uh, today's show is just jam packed with new releases. Last week's show jam packed with new releases. And uh, I don't know coming from one month to another if we've ever seen this kind of a swing like we have from February to March this year. It's it's nuts. No, no, and it actually started a little early, right? We were going to do Mod Month, and then it turned to, you know, we everything's gotten pushed back as games keep coming out, and uh, we know a lot of stuff down the pipe that is about to um, come out that hasn't been announced. And so, uh, yeah, I don't think it's ever been this busy, and uh, it's exciting, right? Yeah, it's exciting. So so here, here's my thing. Like, so I want to get back into Fallout. Which I will. Don't worry, Radio Run. I don't know if Radio Run's in the chat or not, but don't worry. I will be getting back into Fallout at least one day this week. But then uh, yesterday, Return to Rapture Chapter Two came out Ooh. for uh, for Half Life Alex, the 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 outstanding Bioshock mod, which has literally over ten thousand assets from the original game, and Chapter Two supposedly just you know leagues ahead of what chapter one was but i don't want to go into chapter two without finishing chapter one so there's that right i want to play that uh then there's knock which everyone is raving about saying that it's awesome it's this great game it's only 10 bucks uh and on top of that roots they just sent me one of those uh 30 off things Ooh, perfect so like timing. uh yeah yeah so uh I mean, and that's just three of them. I mean, we've got Hitchhiker, which uh, which we just got a key for that I want to check out. And then, uh, as you'll see as we move down the list today, that there's probably another four or five bangers that I want to put some time into. And uh, I'm just going to have to quit my job, man. I think that's what I'm going to have to do. <laughs> Make this your job. You saw the interview with Alex and Skeever, right? Uh, we just need to go down that road. And uh, so, yeah. you know, upload VR. Wes is ready to be uh, your head writer. And... Uh, Let's bring them on you'd be shocked yeah well i mean uh alex made it sound so simple man you just got to go to the trade shows and uh <laughs> meet people i'll tell you that's what. all you gotta do just i i think it is that simple if if that's uh yeah of course is my belief i believe if that's what god ordained for you you're gonna go to the show you're gonna you're gonna meet people and things are just gonna fall into place you're gonna network and um, that's exactly what uh, God obviously hadn't planned for Alex and Skiva because everything did fall into place. And what an amazing story. Um, I just thought it was such a good interview. So. Yeah, I came this close to uh, to attempting to go to uh, GDC this year with MASH, and I talked myself out of it um, because I do want to start doing these things. And, I, you know, I want to pick and, you know, I can't go to everyone. I'm not some rich dude that, that can just afford to... Uh, to, to jet set all the time i gotta take off work to do stuff like that and mm. it's it's uh Costly. it's rather expensive so i gotta i've got to pick and choose uh and i am i am going to start doing some more of this stuff over the the, the next year uh, so i kind of talked myself out of gdc and now as it approaches as it gets nearer i'm like man 
man, what what if PSVR 2's there, Roots? I mean, it probably won't be, but what if it is? Mm. And then I chose to stay home. That's crazy. I still have. I, I still feel like, and maybe this is just wishful thinking that it's going to be there. Now, Mash. I think Mash was saying yesterday. He didn't speci- specify on his twelve-hour plus stream um, that even more news is coming out, or maybe it was you that it's not. Doesn't sound like it's going to be there at GDC at all. Um, so, well, I don't it, know. Here's the thing. We were kind of when we were speculating that there might be some sony presence at gdc this year it was based on historical precedent from the original psvr launch and the event that they held at gdc in 2016 um back then by this time uh the press had already received invitations to the event uh that sony was putting on for playstation vr it wasn't a secret anymore uh so i i'm highly skeptical that there's going to be anything there. I think if if there's any kind of PSVR 2 presence there, uh, there might be a few technical talks about how to develop for it. It is the Game Developers Conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe th- maybe they'll reveal a game. Maybe they'll reveal two games. Uh, I, I don't think there's going to be anything like demos or anything like there was in 2016. Uh, but there might be some, some nice tidbits um, to, to talk about coming out of it. And I'm super glad and grateful that we have mash who's going to be there on yes. the floor so whatever does whatever does take place uh we got a man on the scene right yeah absolutely and he's got the, the press pass right i think so yeah 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 he's he's fully credentialed absolutely yeah how cool uh anyway um that's enough jibber jabber we have a lot of news to get to and i mean a lot of news to get to so why don't we kick it off the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat. Uh, Immersed Robot, Gary with us for uh, the second week in a row. What's up, Gary? He said, I wish we had more trade shows in the UK. i definitely go to plenty of those. It's just too expensive to travel to the US for a lot of them. That is true. Uh, but I did, I think I read yesterday or the day before that, um, what's the one in London? Is it Gamescom that's in London? Uh, I think they're going back to, to in-person uh, this year. They're, they're doing digital stuff too. Uh, but I do think that uh, Gamescom is going to be live in London again this year. So uh, you do have the opportunity to go to that one. And it generally turns out to be pretty awesome, especially for, for uh, VR games. I know every time we talk to, to GT about some awesome game that's come out within the last year to year and a half, he's like, oh, yeah, I played that at Gamescom three years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gamescom's a good one. So uh, maybe, uh, maybe Gary would have the uh, opportunity to check that one out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Wolveraza says graphics still run second fiddle to gameplay in VR as always. Uh, agreed, Wolveraza. I'm on I'm on your team when it comes to this. I, I do prefer the immersion of VR, and I'm willing to uh, make some sacrifices uh, in other departments to uh, to have that 3D presence mm. uh, going on. So gameplay has to be engaging. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Um, well, you know that the whole conversation they're talking about is knock right uh, and versus wanderer for vr game of the year and uh uh who was it hussein x basically said it's too si- look knock is too graphically simple wanderers game of the year so far even though he hasn't played either um but does own the latter and i would suggest um i think knock is 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 about to just go like i was just talking to everybody i've t- talked to that's played it said it's amazing and for the people that love that type of game um they're gonna love it 
and people are comparing to playing even a scion's baby uh you know except for not as toxic you know the uh right 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 yeah well i mean it it, it always starts off like that it's <laughs> what happens after it gets popular that's that's, that's the question true. that's true uh but i would like to point out you know without having read any of this conversation uh that wanderer has a lot more to offer than just graphics that's a excellent game um so yeah uh, it, it, a game of the year contender i would say so yeah certainly maybe maybe how many games have i finished this year that's the only one i can think of mm. off the top of my head so far that's true uh, that's a, that says a lot even with a little little bit of issues that you had you still pushed through it because you loved it so much very very good game uh hussein x is here as is jim hall what's up jim hall how's it going buddy zayla maru is here i'm tempted to pick up wanderer but i generally don't enjoy puzzlers well it is a puzzler uh, it's a unique one um i mean I, I guess flow weaver would probably be the closest thing i could think of to it but it, i mean even that's not um even that's not really a accurate description it's kind of its own game which is a good thing um thomas mcnostrel is here what's up thomas uh immersed robot uh gary says gamescom is in germany although it's not too far from me well there you go um this the game cat what's up hello friend uh traveling man 3775 um he says you'd steal the limelight away from the others anyway yes mm-hmm. all right I, i'm uh if you were if you went to the if you went to the um trade show gdc Oh, I got you. Uh, thank you. You're you're so kind. Thank you. You're, you're well. You're right. You're right. I mean, I try to be modest. I try to be modest, but uh, you know, sometimes it, it just comes out. Charisma roots. Charisma is what they call it. That's right. Um, Adam Doyle is here. What's up, Adam Doyle? Mash made uh, it. Right. Too much. Too much to do. Right now. Hard to do with kids. Yeah, dude. Hard to. It's hard to do what i already do with kids in a job uh you know and and vr is just doing this this right here so i need my hours at work to just kind of do this right here (laughs) need to win a bunch of money right win win the lotto mash daddy cool says yo 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 i made it he must have he must have crashed did you crash for a long time mash well he's been he's been busy and at it today already i can i can tell you that that they had a mod meeting over there at uh, the q2c that's what uh that's what wifey was doing while i was working on the show this morning oh nice uh, so those guys are all over as usual over there ev man versus gas is here as is techno glitch uh he says jedi when well we're going to talk about uh jedi i don't know when spoiler alert we don't know when uh, but it looks cool, and that's what we're basically going to going to say in so many words. It looks cool. Um, who else is here? Space Denison's here. What's up, Voidcat? Yo, yo, Chinatown D. Looks amazeballs, indeed. Uh, Elden Ring looks amazeballs. Make sure he's um, talking about my, my armor. Oh, talking about the armor yeah. specifically. Yeah, yeah, and the game. Sounds like my style. Your your armor sounds like my style, Roots. Yeah, and there's there's um, so many other ones. You're gonna love it. Spry guy in the house. Always good to have Spry guy on Sunday. Um, and Felipe, the best pee in the pod. Laras. He is the hey, best pee. He's way better than Kyle. He won. Uh, he won the room VR, didn't he, the other day? Yeah. 
Yeah, he was the winner. Absolutely. Big congrats on that. Big congrats on that. And by the way, uh, while we've got Eric in the um, in, in the house here, let me just say, Eric, uh, the Room VR, today's daily deal. You might want to pick a few keys Ooh, up. Yeah. Saying. It's like 20 bucks right now. You, you can't wow. beat it. Yeah, you could beat it. You can't beat it. For sure. You know, who can beat it, Roots? <laughs> she loves to beat it. Yeah. You gotta, Indeed, actually, you got to slap her hand every once in a while. Stop. <laughs> anyway, uh, on that note, let's kick into some uh, head, headlines. What do you say? And um, I was I was starting to think we weren't going to have any hardware stuff to talk about this uh, this week. And then all of a sudden, we had this little story come from out of nowhere here. Uh, the Magic Leap 2 controller may use onboard inside-out tracking. And I just wanted to kind of point this out. You know, none of us really care about Magic Leap 2. Uh, but what I do care about is this inside-out controller tracking. Uh, and the reason why is because um, Bradley, uh, Brad Lynch, has speculated on more than one occasion that one of the new, the upcoming Oculus headsets, whether it be Cam uh, Cambria or Quest 3, one of those headsets is going to use this very same tracking technology. Ooh. And uh, it eliminates the ring on the controller. But more importantly, it, it eliminates that zone that you have to keep your hands in. Once the cameras are on the controllers, then it doesn't matter where you put your hands at. It's tracked everywhere. And this basically, Roots, is the last straw. It's the death nail for outside-in tracking. This is the end of base stations, is this technology right here. And I just wanted to point it out that here we have uh, the first example of this in a consumer product, and I'm sure it will not be the last. Are you uh, going to miss the, the ring? How weird is that going to be to have a controller in your hand that doesn't have a ring on? I guess you're going to feel like you have a Vive wand, kind of, except for it'll actually have a joystick on it. Yeah, kind of like that. It's going to be actually. I mean, you can tell by looking at the things there. It's kind of a minimalistic thing, really. It's a it's a very small, and I got to imagine very natural feeling thing. Uh, but it's going to be a while before we get used to that because, you know, as we know, we're we're moving to uh, the the PSVR two era, and uh, that thing's going to have rings on rings. That, but you know, it's actually I think using the PSVR two controllers, it's going to feel more like these than a touch controller because the way the rings actually go over your hand instead of sticking out, uh, really they won't, uh, they're, they're made that way to not interfere. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, as someone who uses the, uh, the reverb G2 as his daily driver, um, I, I kind of look forward to those rings going away. That thing has oversized rings on it and it's not always an issue. It's, it's most of the time it's fine. But every now and then you, you knock it into your uh, your headset when you're mm. when you're trying to aim down sights, and uh, I'll be happy when uh, when that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Thomas McNostro wants to know: Are the cameras up to a good whack on a table? Well, let me ask you this: Are any controllers up to a good whack on the table? You know, I mean, we've all hit something, and thank God I've never broke my controller. But I've seen so many pictures of people saying, "I broke my controller." And I'm thinking, how the hell did you break it? Well, I'm assuming they they, they had a, a good whack on the table. Um, so, you know, I think it'll be probably just as strong as, as everything else, right? Dude, uh, when I played Fallout on Tuesday, I smacked the shit out of my door. Like, <laughs> I hit it. I hit it hard. Had I, had I stepped, 
two feet to the right, I would have crushed my TV. Like oh, my it would God. Have been another dead TV. Uh, but I got out of my chair. I, I was crossing this bridge uh, on my way to Diamond City, and there's this part where there's like a shipwreck, and kind of down on the river, there's uh, a raider in a power suit, and, and he has a little crew with him. And uh, I decided to take those guys out, but I couldn't, from my sitting position, I couldn't see over the, the, the railing on the bridge. So I stood up, and uh, they were standing right under me. And I was like, I'm, I'm just going to drop a Molotov on these dudes and burn them alive. Uh, so I got the Molotov out, and I went to throw it, and bam! Oh. Smack the shit out of my door. It's my controller shut off immediately, which uh, ended up in-game making the Molotov freeze in midair. Oh. <laughs> so so what happened was is uh, I pressed the power button to turn my controller back on, and as soon as my controller paired with the computer again, the Molotov dropped at my feet and caught myself on fire. <laughs> so, like, it was bad all the way around. That's funny, man. It's something about you and throwing stuff, right? First, it was a fish. Thank God it wasn't the TV. <laughs> uh, that's crazy, right? Um, and, and I gotta I, stay in my chair, dude. Well, okay, two things. Stay in the chair is good, but um, I remember you turning your your uh, <laughs> your your guardian off, right? And you said. Literally, your your words were, "Well, I'm going to be in my chair." Well, as soon as you get out of the chair, it negates all of that, and now you're yep. possibly punching stuff. Um, but how crazy though! This is the thing. This is what I I'm thinking um, as I'm hearing your story. How I know we get immersed in games, but when stuff like that happens, that that tells you that everything is right. The game, your the gameplay, everything is drawing you in. Now you're in this place. Now you're going to Molotov that fucker. You forgot that you're in your room. You might be standing next to your door or your tv um just that's just so good yeah, it brings you back to reality really quickly <laughs> bam like oh it blew up on me no it didn't but it's going to yeah uh no anyway uh the moral of the story is uh i look forward to uh having ringless controllers and uh, that's what magic leaps leap's gonna have and uh, I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing what Magic Leap 2 is going to be. Obviously, I'm not going to drop the ridiculous amount of money to get one of these mm. things. No. Uh, but w w we talked uh, a few weeks back about the uh, the screen technology that they're using in this thing. This is a entirely different product from its predecessor. And uh, I think that this is actually something to be kind of excited about. Yeah, absolutely. Because we know the technology is coming to the controller as well. Wolf Raza says that... Uh that it could be um, problematic, the camera. He's, he's, he's worried about it. Well, I guess you didn't say he was worried about it, but it seems problematic. I don't know, man. I, I feel uh, like if they're going this completely new deck uh, direction, sounds like they've solved the issue that we've been, you know, talking about, so, which will be cool. And if it doesn't work, I mean, we're not talking about HTC here. Oculus, if Oculus puts this in their product, it's going to work, I assure you. Uh, otherwise, they won't do it. Yeah. So um anyway let, let's move along to the next uh item this one i found kind of interesting muse this is a company called muse set to launch a vr compatible eeg headband so we we talked last year uh about a possible valve index prototype that was scheduled to uh have dev kits go out in january to february of this year uh, which had um basically uh, brain sensors built into it and uh basically what this muse company is uh is building here is something similar only this this isn't 
tethered to a headset, but rather will be compatible uh, with all the various different headsets. So this is something that you can kind of wear and slip your, say, your Oculus Quest on over it, and there will be some kind of interface mm. uh, that allows these uh, these games to interact directly on a very basic level, of course, uh, with your brainwave activity and other uh, biometric uh, data. Um, again, it's just uh, advancement of the technology. Uh, what's really notable about this type of thing is what what I just said. This is kind of, um, this is what Gaben's current passion is, is this kind of technology. Hmm. Uh, so to see it come out in... Uh, you know, in a consumer product. I mean, I think they said this thing's uh, scheduled for Q2 this year. I mean, uh, th this is going to be out really, really soon. And um, th there are practical applications for this with regards to games. Mm. It makes me think back to uh, one of the first games I bought on PC uh, was a game called Nevermind. Oh, yeah. And uh, Nevermind, you remember Nevermind? Mm, yeah, uh, remember it was a horror game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a horror game that... Um, is compatible with certain kind of biometric sensors, uh, typically things that measure your pulse and blood pressure. Uh, but never mind, the hook with it was it's a horror game that can tell what scares you as you play it. And then it leans into that thing, whatever it may be. Um, it's a really cool concept for a game, actually. You're kind of working at this psychiatric institute, uh, you're a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and you're working on uh, patients who have had uh, trauma, PTSD, and you're, you're going into their mind, into their nightmares to kind of help them resolve it. So you're, you're kind of constantly in this ever-changing nightmare scape. And then if you use the biometric sensor, uh, it supposedly is able to read what scares you and, and tailor the experience uh, to, uh, you know, you personally, um, which I, I can't vouch for how well that worked or it didn't work, but I can tell you that, uh, like a, a halo, like this product here, um, would be much more effective at that sort of application. Mm. And, uh, I'd like to see, I'd like to see the developers give it another shot. I like the idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, pretty much for, especially for horror, I don't know exactly what it reads or, or what our brains do or, what it could sense right but if it could sense what you don't like or what freaks you out like if you're really afraid of clowns and you go in there and there's a clown and it just it's kind of testing you right the ai and you like get the sensor and then all of a sudden there's like really fucked up clowns or they're around every corner or you know what i mean like it it exponentially gets crazier that would be that would be the way to really um mess with people in vr right uh but uh or like for radio run it would just be spiders right everywhere and uh they're right it'd just be crazy i think it'd be cool i think it could be a really good um a really good addition and it could be you could i don't know again i don't know how this could um affect it but supernatural right because you have all those different i mean you i mean people could die playing that that would be a good way to tell people hey look you need to take it off you know you're you're starting to, every, easy, everything's right? elevating yeah so yeah um the possibilities are endless and you know i always like to point back to that uh, that quote from gaben that uh people don't quite realize how close we are to the matrix like it's not that far off um so yeah exciting times yep um 
Space Denison asks, is Nevermind cool? I got it, never tried it. Uh, it it's a great concept. Uh, I enjoyed what I played of it at that time. You know, this was years ago, mind you. Uh, really, the issue with it was performance back then. Uh, you know, maybe it would run better on, on a, a modern system. Um, but back then, with my 1080 Ti and my 8700K, uh, it was horribly shimmery. Like it was really, really bad aliasing. Although I did find a setting, um, it was like kind of like a VR specific setting because it wasn't just a VR game. It was a flat game first that they adapted for VR. Uh, but there was a VR graphics setting, like a checkbox, and I don't even remember what it was. But uh, checking that box really reduced the aliasing a whole lot and made it a lot better. Uh, but yeah, the, it was a cool concept for a game. Uh, but with that said, it was kind of like right down my alley. This is the type of game I like. Mm. So I, I don't know. I don't know if you'd like it or not like it. Uh, to be quite honest, uh, I don't remember a whole lot of it. It was a really, really long time ago. Uh, but I do remember I enjoyed what I played of it. Yeah, let so us. I think it'd be worth a look. Yeah, let us know if you play it. So uh, whether it's good or not. So absolutely, absolutely. PD's yeah. joining us. What's up, PD? Kyle Kitchings is here. What's up, Kyle Kitchings? Dark Angel. How about no? She says. Radio right in her and be holding hands and dying in a corner. You must not like spiders either. Well, this is my thing. This goes yeah. back to that whole conversation we had the other or last week about um, getting uh, some people get being ready for the chip and the, the brain to where they could be right in VR. And other people are like, eh, I'm a little skeptical of that. Well, what if you're really quick to say yeah let's do it you get in there and you get into an experience like that and there are spiders everywhere and you're like oh i'm out of here and you can't get out i'll pose that to you dark <laughs> that sounds like uh that sounds like a great movie uh, plot for a movie yeah it yeah. does can't wake up it's kind of <laughs> like uh Brain what scan. was that not not Marilyn elm street oh, yeah. three. Oh god you, you get trapped in there with freddie and Dude, where, where's the Nightmare on Elm Street VR game? We need that. That would be cool, especially with this technology. I mean, with the, well, yeah, finger tracking, just like, psh, 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 psh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you could be Freddy. Who doesn't want to be Freddy, right? That's right. Uh, anyway, moving along. Hey, guys, uh, have you heard this uh, this PS5 thing? All the kids are, are going on and on about it. Uh, people say you can't get it, um, but I beg to differ because GameStop, We'll hold a PS5 in-store sale event this Friday. Uh -huh. And uh, over a 1,000 stores uh, are, are going to have PS5s. Now, granted, they say four to eight each store, uh, but over a 1,000 stores coast to coast. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I say people are looking for these, and basically, I mean, is there anyone left in our community looking for one of these? We, we've found one for everyone at this point, haven't we? Yeah, but the thing is, is D-Rail still watches this, and he said, he said he hasn't seen them for months. And so uh, that's another reason why I'm kind of wondering exactly what's going on with, you know, if there's not, no one's selling these, if nobody can get a hold of them, um, what's going on, right? It's just so many, so many questions. You know, if this was... Four or five years ago, we could speculate in so many different ways, but I mean, really, we none of us knows exactly what's happening. There's just so much weirdness going on, and and uh, and just in the general in the world. So um, hopefully, 
sale. We'll start seeing them on. I guess we're going to be seeing them at the sale, right? March, March 11th. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and when you see the, uh, you know, the, the periods of time in between uh, console drops get longer. Typically, I look at that and I think they're stockpiling them so that when they do sell them, they have enough to go around, right? Because, you know, a lot of the times that they sell out in two minutes, three minutes, I bet they'd love to have them in stock for 10. You know what I mean? Mm. And the only way they can really do that is just by sitting on them until they've, they've got a little supply and then go live with them. So, yeah, um, yeah. At, at any rate, uh, you might want to talk to your local GameStop and uh, buy a tent. <laughs> I think that actually, I think this might might have just happened, right? I think it was March 11th. Oh, uh, oh, was it last? Oh, well, my bad. That was just Friday, but my bad. But either way, um, this really sheds light on um the whole the thing, a whole PlayStation Five kabobble or whatever's going on. Like I said, I think it adds credibility to what Brian Paul was saying or their news about uh, the PS 5s possibly being held back because of the the consoles aren't out there, right? Right like uh, yeah yeah well uh yeah absolutely but uh you know I, I thought i was giving people a heads up here so uh yeah my bad well here's the good news roots uh it wasn't um they were selling bundles it weren't like it wasn't like you could just go in there and uh, pick up uh, a console like you had to buy an 800 bundle it's a pretty good bundle i mean don't get me wrong gran turismo 7 horizon forbidden west uh dual sense charging station uh hyper x headset and a 50 dollar playstation store oh, gift God. card so it was, it's a pretty tight bundle but uh is that the still, disc, you disc drop... version or i'm assuming i guess it would have uh, to be right no. i don't know i have no idea i have no idea well i'll tell you uh, what the, the... i from for somebody that um didn't when i got it on um on uh, facebook marketplace after your suggestion i could have got a bundle and um didn't do it and uh and then ended up getting the console for about the same price as the bundle just because uh, it was just the way it worked out right so sometimes those bundles are a really good deal uh island Kara says wes make sure you change your clocks also yeah yeah so my, my clocks are all, <laughs> all good thank you um she loves your dan shirt. kim <laughs> right right dan kim uh dan kim says i still can't get a ps5 I tried the Walmart restock and I never got the checkout. Um, I spoke to someone who tried that very same restock and did make a checkout oh. and now has a PS5. Oh. So what you what you want to do, Dan Kim, is scroll down to the description below. You'll see a uh, an invitation to our Discord on there. If you haven't joined already, join our Discord. You'll find a channel in there that's dedicated just to hardware and uh, our guy Drail. Uh, keeps people up to date with all of the drops, be it Walmart or Target or Best Buy, Newegg, what have you. Uh, he keeps people up to speed, typically days ahead of time. And uh, typically, if people are trying all the drops, uh, the, the, they end up getting one. So uh, I, I suggest you do that. And for what it's worth, Techno Glitch uh, says that there is a PS5 Walmart console drop tomorrow. Uh, this one for plus members only, so you have to have that membership. Um, 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon time Eastern. So uh, anybody who's interested in uh, and still needs their PlayStation 5 uh, might want to give that a shot. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to go. I, 
I would never go to something like this. You got four to eight per store. If your store happens to be one of them, you better be there first, right? And uh, like you said, camping out. Nah. Rather get a whole derail. Uh, Space, Space Denison says, if it doesn't come with the Elden Ring, it's crap. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, Virtual Steve is with us. What's up, Steve? He says, Elden Ring is the only game you need. He's joking, but it's really good. Yeah. Well, I, th like I said, I can't find anybody outside of Summit that said that they didn't like it, and that's just because he wants the traditional Dark Soul game. It's uh, it's awesome. Right. He has those uh, preconceived uh, expectations, and, uh, you know, uh, you, you, you know, uh, like Pepsi can be your favorite drink, uh, but if you think you're about to take a drink of orange juice and it turns out to be Pepsi, it tastes like garbage, right? And uh, I think that's what happened to, to your your guy Summit there. He thought he was getting a drink of uh, of Coke. Uh, orange juice, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he thought it was chocolate milk and it was like water or something. What is this crap? Like from the toilet? From the toilet, yeah. <laughs> uh anyway uh let's talk a little bit about vr hardware um let's talk about steam vr and the fact that now more than half of the vr headsets used on steam are quests roots not not just oculus headsets half of the headsets used on steam vr think about that half on steam vr mm. quest how nuts is that quest has been around for what less than three years Right. Well, and then the Quest 2. I bet you most of the, those aren't even Quest 1s anymore. So, I mean, it's right. only been around a couple of years or less than a couple of years. It's crazy, man. It just shows you how quickly things... It just shows you how quickly things are going um, because of the games, but really because the uh, the hardware is actually accessible to people, you know? And it, uh, so they're finally able to get into to PC VR, right? They get this $300 right. headset, and they're now able to play everything. And it's like crazy exactly and it just makes me think back to all those people who were talking about how uh the oculus quest was going to kill pcvr mm. that's not what i'm seeing here that is not what i'm seeing at all what i'm seeing is a a, a resurgence of pcvr because of all of the new uh users coming into the vr uh, ecosystem uh just just like we said right roots yeah yeah absolutely should have just listened to us but that's the thing, like even MASH last night, you know, he was playing uh, on his quest to 12 hours, 13 hours, overheated it because he played it 13 hours straight. Um, and uh, he could have played with his index, right? But he didn't. He wanted to play wireless. So, um, you know, I mean, it's, it is what it is. So, and the it's next. Pretty good perk, right? F free wireless. It's a yeah. pretty good perk for a $300 headset. Yeah. And it works well. It works really well. You know, and if you don't, if for whatever reason, the uh, Oculus Link is having a, a hiccup, you go to virtual desktop and it works just as well, if not better. So, And, and you know, uh, people, when it, whenever you say it's a $300 headset, that they're very quick to go, well, actually, most people are going to get the, the $400 one. And then you have to buy a strap and you have to buy, it's closer to $500. Mm. Uh, yeah, but wireless adapters almost cost $400. You know what I mean? Like it's still even at five hundred dollars for all the features and and quality that it, that you get with that is just it's nuts and uh, absolutely a driver for PCVR right now. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And it really doesn't matter what peripherals people are going to buy, what size they're going to buy, what ultimately if they spent buy every single thing and they end up spending $1,000. Guess what got them get into VR? It's only 300 bucks. This is the way that's how marketing works, right? And that's how a, people get you get their foot in the door, they get the headset. And, and this is the thing they, they maybe they buy that they wear the jock strap for two months because they save up for the, the peripheral. They've got it doesn't matter. They're now in VR. You know what I mean? So that argument to me is is BS. It's just a scrambling to try to justify um, an argument against what we're saying. And you're wrong. So I don't know. I, I and, think uh, sh shout out to our newest uh, community member, Chris, my, my guy from work, as he just ordered a uh, Bobo VR M2 Pro with the extra battery. So Ooh. Uh, his his experience is about to be upgraded immensely. How awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, that makes a big difference, man. It's just uh, it huge. Now, tr don't try to do it 13 hours straight, Chris, because it probably, well, maybe if you don't stream at the same time, you'll be okay. I don't know. Well, as long as he keeps his battery cycling, he should be all right. Yeah. Well, did you see the end of Mash's stream last night? It uh, literally. Uh, I did not. I was at work. I was at work. Yeah, no, it literally um, got to the last the last round they were trying to go through, and it was, the, everything was cutting in and out. It was choppy for him, for everybody watching, because it literally um, got, it overheated and shut down. But it took about 13 hours uh, to do that, which is pretty good, right? That's ridiculous. That's too much <laughs> VR, bro. Especially for a friggin' horde mode. That's crazy. Well, they played some Nightmare. They switched back and tr back and forth, which was pretty cool. So, yeah, that is cool. And about for what it's worth, uh, shout out Eric, shout out GT, shout out you, Roots. I had a blast you yesterday. Too, that was so much uh, fun, right? Yeah, yeah. I look forward to getting back in there. It was a lot of fun. Um, Immersed Robot says AirLink and Virtual Desktop provide infinitely more value to an already fantastic headset. And for for those of you out there who are saying, okay, yeah. So half of the headsets on Steam are Quest, but most of those people are like Gary, right? Or like Eric, people who are already on Steam, who uh, who just have Quest now as, as another headset. They're not really, how many of these 50% are actually new users? Well, I'm glad you asked because the next headline uh, talks a little bit about that as VR users on Steam grew by 11% in 2021 and unique play sessions by 22 percent so here it is proof positive folks bcvr uh growing and, and no question about it 100 percent driven by the advent of mm -hmm. affordable accessible standalone vr do you think that um game companies see this these numbers no just kidding um you know this is why pcvr is not dead and this is why it's not going to be dead um, this is a, I, I don't know, man, if the numbers keep growing like this, which they're going to, we may see, and this is, this is hopeful crossing fingers, but how amazing would it be if, if Sony did decide to go all in and say, you know what, we're going to, we're going to sell our console or our headset to every, to the PC as well. Um, that's just probably not going to happen, but that'd be awesome. So. I, well, here's the thing. Like, I, I wouldn't think that that's something that they want to do. Um, but it is on a USB-C interface. Like that headset's going to be used for PC VR, whether they want it to or not. Yeah. So now they're faced they're they're faced with this kind of question of you know 
do they support it? I mean, and I don't think that they're going to be putting any kind of uh, preventative means that are going to stop people from using it. Uh, so why not profit from it? Obviously, um, you know, I'm not talking about putting your games on PC, like your, your, your exclusive, you know, uh, you know, first party exclusive PlayStation titles, uh, but unlock it to, to run on Steam VR, maybe, maybe, especially after, uh, you know, the, the supply issues go away. Like if there's an abundance of them, if you can buy them on store shelves, uh, then I don't see why they wouldn't want to unlock it for that extra uh, use case and sell more hardware. Yeah, especially we can imagine that would kind of solve the problem of not have releasing and not having enough people to sell to, selling to everybody. Of course, you're limiting, uh, probably limited in how many you have to sell. So I'm sure that would be down the road. So. Uh, Thomas McNostral says, I've grown sideways by 11%. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, haven't we all? Uh, got supernatural, bro. That's what you need. You need some supernatural in your life. Yeah, that works. Um, Adam Doyle says I bought a PC because of the Quest. Well, there you go. Yeah, and the, and That's if people can't afford about. it, there's going to be Pluto spheres, and you know, I just was reading a technology that was saying that uh, they were going to be able to like double or triple the SSD space that they're doing that, that they're able to do now and how that was going to be able to be incorporated into these clouds. And like, you know what I mean? We're everything's exponentially going faster. So I think, uh, you know, I've said it before the cloud is, is the future. So, Oh yeah. It's this, it's this next generation. Like quest three is, is going to have this kind of functionality. Will it, will it be able to stream 5g? I don't know. Uh, but by the time like 2023, 2024 rolls around, this type of uh, Pluto sphere solution uh, is going to be something that's common. And people aren't going to need a PC to play PC VR anymore. Not only that, but I mean, it, you know, speculation is, is Valve is going to have standalone out that, that runs PC VR on, on the hardware itself. So, I mean... PC VR isn't really even going to be PC VR anymore in a few years. It's just going to be another VR. I'm sure they'll still call it PC VR, but you won't need a PC for it anymore. No. It'll be cloud gaming. So. Absolutely. Gary says Pluto Sphere is no joke. It's very impressive for what it. Yeah, I couldn't believe how well it worked. Like, uh, I was surprised. It, it was like virtual desktop for me. Like, I mean, there, there were issues with it. But they, they weren't really performance issues for me. I mean, it was just issues I have with the service, stuff that they can work out if they really want to. Mm. Um, and they will but, as it yeah, gets, goes along. Absolutely. It's a beta on SideQuest, you know? It'll get better for sure, especially after uh, Oculus uh, Meta it. rips it off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after Meta rips it off, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. As soon as Meta puts out their version of it, it's going to be like amazing. Because they're right now they're just beta testing his version through them. So right, right, yeah, they haven't even uh, you know uh, befriended them yet, so that they can stab them in the back. We haven't even made it to that level yet. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> no, it is. You better believe it is. Anyway, speaking of metas, why don't we um, why don't we move along to some metaverse? headlines and let's talk about our friend gabe we've been uh we've brought his name up a few times already in today's show uh 
it, making headlines. What is this? The fourth week in a row we're talking about something that Gabe said. Uh, blasting the metaverse, quote, get rich quick schemes. So the last few weeks in a row, we, we've come on here and I've been sharing with you what I've called the, the big number stories where some company has put some large amount of money into some uh, VR or metaverse startup uh, in the kind of rush for the metaverse, the, the new digital gold rush that is the metaverse right now. Uh, Gabe pretty much blasted all of this shit and called it what it is. It's a get-rich-quick scheme. And he said <laughs> most of these people are going to fail because you, you can't really... Uh, you can't really tell what the metaverse is going to be just quite yet. It's still in its formative stages and people are all kind of throwing their eggs into the, the same basket of this one uh, vision of where it might go. And it could be successful. Uh, but his, uh, his inclination is, is that all these people who are trying to jump in late are basically just going to end up throwing their money uh, into the fire and uh, you know, it's going to be the, the, the original actors like Valve, like Meta, the, the, the companies that have been doing this now for a decade, those are going to be the ones that kind of determine what the metaverse is and where it goes. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny reading this, you know, he's, uh, he's exactly right. He's, uh, he's bit about them being um, quick, rich uh, schemes, right? He talks about MMOs and uh, avatars right and oh we got customizations and then they bring, he brings up final fantasy 14 and like you can cut some of these games you know even uh elden ring you can customize so much in these games they they know they have this technology figured out like but that's what he's saying he's like what are they they're t they're bringing up a bunch of stuff that really doesn't matter and um it kind of gives me hope that you know because i know gabe is is looking at a completely different uh this whole thing from a different perspective and just the, what he's talking about here shows me that um, he's not doing what they're saying, what they've been doing, right? They, whatever they're working on is going to blow us away. I believe. So. Yeah. What's up hack hack, the game cat joining us. Welcome friend. Uh, well, let's see exactly what he said here. Um, so instead of just kind of paraphrasing here, let's see exactly what he had to say. Uh, this story uh, is from upload VR uh, Jamie Feltham, uh, and it uh, was a few days ago here. So uh, it says, Valve's Gabe Newell says, most people talking about the metaverse right now have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Uh, Newell made the comments to PC Gamer in an interview surrounding the release of the Steam Deck last month. Quote, there's a bunch of get-rich-quick schemes around the metaverse. And that's absolutely true, by the way, especially with these, like, crypto yeah. people. I don't know how these crypto people all of a sudden are, are kind of trying to weasel their way into the, the VR sphere, but that's exactly what I see every time I go on Twitter. There's freaking hundreds of these dudes. NFTs, too, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, quote, most of the people who are talking about the metaverse have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. And apparently they've never played an MMO. They're like, oh, you'll have this customizable avatar. And it's like, well, go into Lanasia in Final Fantasy 14 and tell me that this isn't a solved problem from a decade ago. Not some fabulous thing that you're, you are inventing. Uh, there's been a massive increase in companies claiming 
some connection to the so-called metaverse since Facebook renamed itself Meta in late 2021, making clear its intent to build a virtual ecosystem of productivity and socializing inside VR and AR. But despite the buzz, VR technology is still a long way away from persistent online worlds that instantly let you hop between a variety of apps and experiences. So, yeah, and that's true, by the way, but I, I would say that um, that's kind of going to be the last step, right? Everybody's building up uh, the apps that are going to make the, the framework of the metaverse. The framework's being built right now. This uh, thing that's kind of bring it all together, the connective tissue, if you will, that's going to be the last step. Uh, and, and it might be one of the more difficult uh, steps to uh, to implement because it's going to take all of these different players uh, committing to, to the same standard. Uh, but we will get there, and it probably won't be very, very long. Probably within five years, we'll have something um, pretty uh, cohesive to uh, to experience. And um, you know, the technology is moving super fast. So, um, but we're not there yet. And I think that that's kind of the sentiment that uh, that Jamie is uh, expressing here. What's crazy is. You know, VR has only been around, or at least the the headsets, six years, right? Aside from DK1s and all that other stuff. So, I mean, look how far we've came in six years and how far we're going to go six years from now because everything is exponentially getting faster and faster and more money and more minds and better minds and more trained minds are all working on this. You know what I mean? So all of it, it just it just shows that we're 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 close, I think. Ion the Icon joining us. Hello, friend, and welcome. Uh, Gary says he thinks he's talking about Facebook and Meta. I, I don't. Um, maybe to some extent, but I mean, I don't. I wouldn't characterize what Zuck's doing as kind of a get-rich-quick scheme. He's sinking all of their money into building this. Like I don't. I don't think that his end goal is purely monetary. I don't think it's about money. I think it's about a vision that he has for the future of, uh, you know, computing and digital life. And I think that uh, he, he's going to build it or he's going to die trying. And I don't think it's all about money with Tim. I think um, that what Gabe's talking about is exactly what we've been pointing out week after week here. All of these different companies literally sinking, sinking hundreds of millions of dollars into the little like most obscure uh, bullshit technologies that you can think of that might be useful, but there's no way that they're ever going to return on these these kinds of investments that these people are putting into it. And, uh, and on that note, I'd like to go to the next uh, headline roots. Uh, Gundam Metaverse is in development by Bandai Namco. So uh, we have, uh, I think we talked recently about Bandai Namco. Uh, basically, uh, creating a metaverse for all of their IPs. Uh, but according to um, this article, the Japanese video game and toy company with massive global appeal recently announced plans to commit a whopping 13 billion yen, which is about 130 million US dollars, toward the development of a new metaverse experience 
dedicated to its most popular gaming and anime franchises. So yeah, this is a follow-up to that story we talked about a couple weeks ago, Roots. Um, the Gundam Metaverse, as they're calling it, will feature a number of popular IPs, such as Pac-Man, Soul Calibur, Dark Souls, and of course, plenty of giant robots from the critically acclaimed Gundam universe. The primary goal, according to B&E, is to help fans of the brand connect with each other through virtual concerts, movies, live events, and other social VR experiences. So, um, Roots, while a lot of this metaverse stuff really doesn't appeal uh, to us as gamers, stuff like this that is kind of appealing, especially to, to people who are fans of these different franchises. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if this is uh, going to end up being profitable for Bandai Namco or not, hmm. uh, but I do think it's going to end up being pretty cool for um, their fan base. Well, I think it's in some respect, and maybe I'm, I could be off base, but I think it might be good for us or me as a, as a Dark Souls fan, as a Elden Ring, because if they're, they've got their mind focused on the metaverse, that tells me that they know VR is, is coming. So why would they not be wanting to bring their their most favorite IPs into VR as well? Not only as an experience, as a hub, as a connection for movies and and all these different things, but maybe we'll start seeing some of their uh, some of these games in VR. And like I said, I I think you could really could put that Elden Ring and any game like it as it is in third person with the camera rotating and 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 not even change anything, and it would be amazing. You know what I mean? Just I would just I would would tell them to you know have a disclaimer that you should probably sit down and not stand up so people don't say you should play it flat. But I think it'd be cool. Yeah, and what people aren't realizing is, is as the metaverse actually materializes and, and becomes what people are expecting it to be, um, you know, fully integrated streaming games are going to just be part of the equation so literally what we kind of refer to right now as location-based vr you know the best vr experiences in the world right now supposedly are location-based vr when the metaverse is established and cloud streaming is a part of it then location-based vr is going to be accessible from home mm because you know the the digital space will then kind of become what the physical space is right now so you're going to have to go still go to the bandai namco world to play the location-based dark souls game mm. uh, but through using uh you know through accessing you know massive servers in the cloud you're going to be able to go do this amazing dark souls location-based thing from the comfort of your own home, if that makes any kind of sense. To yeah, you. yeah, absolutely. They give you incentive to go into their world, right? Their metaverse. It'll be their version of uh, right. of um, you know console uh, things where it's it's like proprietary. Um, I think it's cool. I think it, it's uh, very possible that we're we're seeing that. Uh, and uh, actually, I guess it's gonna probable. It's gonna happen at some point, right? So. Yeah, and while you're there, you can buy some nice. Uh, you know digital skins of your favorite characters and even get some uh mcdonald's delivered to you and they'll probably get a cut of that as well yeah yeah because you'll be seeing advertisements everywhere probably right so. yeah absolutely yeah, yeah it's it's that 
cyberpunk dystopian future only it's not going to be in the physical world it's all going to be up here right yeah yep absolutely uh one more quick thing before we move on quest v38 is now laying the groundwork for meta's horizon home you know i really don't care uh too much about this early version of horizon i'm highly skeptical that horizon is going to have much that interests me for quite some time Uh, but the one thing that i am kind of interested in is this idea of horizon home which is basically your old oculus home only with multiplayer functionality now and uh, they've been uh, talking about this for the the last little bit and now we're starting to see it uh, come through in the code Uh, must not be too far off roots before we're going to be able to hang out uh, in our oculus home and party up and kind of jump in the games together from our from the comfort of our digital couches yeah well i'll tell you what they need a uh, and I guess they kind of have it, like the Oculus um, audio, but there's issues with it, right? Because this, this is, uh, Cam 2, you're out there somewhere. Like this is, Those game, the amazing games, like after the fall and, and the issues that you have around, you know, grouping up and, and talking to your teammates should never be an issue. I want to go into my home. I want to meet MASH. I want to meet Wes. And I want to go into the game and already be in like a Discord type of thing where or oculus base that works in everything and isn't all jacked and now i can just talk i don't have to switch to anything else i I can just ignore the in-game bull i can just talk to them i don't want proximity chat i don't want weird cutting in and out i just i just want it to work you know and right now um in some games it's phenomenal i guess it's really on the developers but um and after the fall it's 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 bizarre man i i should always be grouped and you said it when you leave the group the game you should always be in the party. You shouldn't be separated. I should be able to talk to people yeah. unless they're in my when they're not in my lobby. I, I can't imagine how hard that can be to fix, but it's such a it's so so annoying to it, it really affects the multiplayer experience, I think, and it needs to be fixed. Yeah, I have no idea um you know how how their lobbies are technically constructed. Uh but you're absolutely right. That they have to find a way to keep parties together after they exit a level when they go back to the lobby because you have to go back to the lobby you know, i mean you're you're grinding away getting all of these attachments you can't use any of these guns any of these attachments without going back to the lobby so when you go back there your entire party should stay together in the lobby that would solve all the partying issues with regards to uh voice chat yeah because people who are in this in the same lobby can talk to one another so that's all they got to do is is keep people partied up and all the problems will be solved just like that now how hard that is it must not be all that easier they would have already done it but uh they're gonna have to figure that one out you're right yeah i think it's one big thing that's kind of holding the game back from being seamless and amazing even though it is amazing it's just not as seamless as as I would like it to be. Uh, well, Raza says, uh, so now they're forcing me in the horizon. Well, I mean, I guess that's a way of looking at it. I mean, it's all going to be horizon. It's not so much that they're forcing you in to horizon as, you know, everything being rebranded as horizon is mm. kind of what's what's happening. Now, if you want to stay away from that 
that like it's a bad word. It's all Facebook. It's all meta, man. It's all the same thing. You know, any kind of comfort you get from staying on this side of the horizon line, it's really, it's not a real thing anyway. You're already in horizon when you put that Quest 2 on your face. Uh, and really the only way to avoid it is to uh, to go buy an index or something. You're, you're, there's no way to escape uh, what Meta is, what Facebook is, as long as you're using their products. And, and I mean, um, I guess you could opt out of it uh, when they implement Horizon Home. You, you won't have to use it, but that's just going to be a stopgap at first. Horizon's going to continue to grow and envelop more of the... Uh, the, the products and services that you're using on a day in day out basis anyway. So uh, I would just get used to the fact if I were you, that if you're going to be using a meta product that you're going to be in their world and their world is going to be called horizon, at least for now. It's just like you've said before, like people look at it kind of weird um, because of who, who it's attached to. But if I want to go play just for instance, fall guys, you know, amazing game. I bought it on steam. Guess what account I have to have? I have to have an Epic account. I have to. Like, it will not launch without me having an Epic account. So if I hated Epic and I'm like, and I, then I can't play my game. You know what I mean? So, but we make concessions and we 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 join whatever we need to do. And as long as they're not doing weird stuff with my um, like account, where it's like, okay, you're f where initially you get banned and all of a sudden your account's gone or all those worries, legitimate. You know what I mean? Me logging into their world, uh, it is what it is, you know. So. Guess what, Ruth? Guess what? Epic is, you know, I, I'm not going to say they're just as much into the metaverse concept as like meta is, uh, but they're one of the leaders uh, quietly mm. uh, building their own kind of digital world up around their uh, their products and uh, I think within the next couple of years, the, the unreal metaverse is very much going to be a thing. And uh, I hope it's the unreal metaverse. If it's not the unreal metaverse roots, it's going to be the Fortnite metaverse. And, uh, you know, it'll be part of it. that. Well, what's cool about it about, you know, people can that love steam. I'm like I'm looking at you, Drillo, um, that hate Epic, right? For whatever reason, like Epic was smart. Like they're, they're one, I mean, they've got other things, but their one big thing was Fortnite, right? So when it was raking in the money, they invested. They invested in a platform, and they gave away tons of games and still do every week, and they've built this platform, and they've got all sorts of other things going on. And, and like you said, behind the scenes, they're pumping money into the metaverse, and uh, and it's going to be good. It's going to be good for us uh, in the long run. So and they're and they're and they're totally in bed with Sony too. By the way, they're 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 like this son. Sony's an investor in Epic, a pretty big chunk of Epic. So uh, yeah, good times ahead. We have no idea what they're working on. I mean, we have a minuscule idea, but the, the deets are very much top secret. But uh, in the coming years, we're going to find out, and I'm quite sure it's going to be amazing. Yep, I agree. Um, uh, let's see here. I had a someone. Oh yeah, Travel Man three seven seven five said Russia made Meta an enemy of the state. Russia's doing all kinds of weird shit, man. They also uh, separated their internet from the world. They're now separated. They, That's weird. They they uh, they struck down the um, 
the laws protect protecting international uh intellectual property so now it's um legal in russia to to kind of rip off uh the rest of the world's ideas oh the way the, china was doing I was, I was just uh, five about years say, ago yeah they're, lo they're lockstep with china now <laughs> crazy yeah, they're the new china that's uh the uh the, the next uh global marketplace of high quality uh second rate generic goods are going to be uh pouring in over the border from russia so uh <laughs> crazy Kind of like, kind of like what Meta does, right? Yeah. Kind of like a, it's a, it's a, a metaphor. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got games to talk about, Roots. So why don't we start to transition over there? But while we're on our way to the gaming section of the headlines, why don't we kick off and uh, and take a look at some deals that are going on right now? Basically, because I want to remind people to get their free stuff. Uh, but first, let's talk about Humble Bundle. Uh, Humble has a sim bundle for racing enthusiasts. And uh, this one just dropped uh, a few days ago, or at least I just noticed it a few days ago. Uh, Assetto Corsa Ultimate Edition, Art Factor 2, um, Automobilista 2, and Assetto Corsa Competizione. Uh, four games with VR support, uh, along with three other flat, uh, racing titles for the low low price of thirteen dollars for for ten items thirteen bucks uh and not to mention two of those items are uh twenty percent off coupons for uh thrustmaster wheel and pedal sets so uh that that's a an incredible deal especially if you're someone who was already going to be buying a wheel and pedals twenty percent off is a sizable chunk of money uh especially on that t two forty eight Thrustmaster. I mean, that's a pretty good chunk of change. Certainly more than the thirteen dollars that you're dropping on this bundle. And uh, again, roots as always, a good portion of this going to charity. So, crazy. Um, yeah, absolutely crazy. And, and I mean, it, even if you're just doing it for the games, I mean, those a set of Corsa games are worth that thirteen dollars. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. And uh, who doesn't want a Thrustmaster, right? You know who else loves a Thrustmaster? My totally different Thrustmaster, but she does absolutely love, love, love them. Indeed, she does. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's that's Humble Bundle. Um, by the way, guys, just a quick note for those of you who may not know. Um, you know, it, we've talked a few times in the past about how Steam takes 30% when you buy a key from their store. Or Oculus takes 30% uh, when you buy a game from uh, from their store. Uh, the percentage is lower when you buy a game from Humble Bundle. It's like 20-some percent. Hmm. Uh, but if you get like the Humble uh, widget, uh, which is some kind of uh, app you can also order games through, it's like a super low percentage they take. It's like in the teens, oh, wow. like 15 or 16%. So if you really want to um, help developers out before you buy your PC keys from Steam, check out Humble and see if they, they have it for sale on there. And if they do, buy it through that widget, and it really will maximize the profits, uh, not only for the developer, but for the charities that Humble supports. How crazy. That's good. Uh, Thomas McNoshel says that's a good bundle. Automobile, 
Automobilista and AC2 are the stars of that for VR. And Daniel Cass says that there's a new Xbox hardware leak coming. Could it be VR? I didn't hear about that. You know, I had this. I had this idea because uh, Xbox just announced uh, that they're doing um, a show around the the E3 period, like mm. they're doing a legit big big deal show. And uh, it just occurred to me, well, what if what if? No, I'm not saying I think this is what's happening, but what if they were going to finally throw their hat in the VR ring? That would be the, the time to do it, right? Compete with PSVR 2 directly. Yeah, well, I'll tell you no, what. Maybe. This is the thing. It, their consoles aren't selling very well. I mean, they're selling, but they're not, you know, when they go on sale, like with Derail, I'm saying, they're up all, the sale's up all day, you know, or s several hours, you could get them. P PS5s, you, I mean, they're gone within minutes, right? Still. Um, so this could be a good boost, right? If all of a sudden they said, hey, you now, here's the connect proprietary connector where you can connect your headset straight to it. And uh, and now we're we're allowing you to hook up your HT reverb. You know, maybe it's only for the, the their headsets, right? Uh, who knows? I don't know. I mean, I would imagine they make them for everyone. A uh, lot of speculation, yeah. but I guess sadly, uh, Bradley says it, his source says it's not um vr for xbox but uh man there's so much so much rumors right out there it's crazy it's cool i like it well here's the thing about xbox series x basically it's not like um the ps5 in the sense that it has all of this uh custom architecture and unique feature set uh to kind of push its library of exclusives Xbox is doing a very different thing than Sony is. And basically what an Xbox Series X really is, is a high-spec PC. It's a PC that, that is ridiculously low-priced for the specs that you get and the performance that you get with it. The problem is, is there's no reason that you need it, especially if you already have a gaming PC. Now, if you have a gaming PC, you can already play all the games on your PC. If you don't, have a pc well you have this kind of question do you want to buy an xbox well sure it's cheaper it's cheaper than, than building a, a full-blown gaming pc but it don't vr it just it won't vr but if what these people are, are talking about comes to pass now all of a sudden you have a legit budget gaming pc for 500 dollars that can run vr like a, like a $1,500 PC, that's something that's going to be a bit more appealing to people, especially as VR continues to grow in popularity. And as we speculated two years ago, if they make this thing compatible with Oculus Quest, if it can run Link, if it can run Air Link, oh, now you're off to the races, man. That, that kind of a, a partnership with Meta would be so mutually beneficial for both Quest and Xbox, it it makes nothing but sense. Yeah. Uh, but again, this is this is all just blind speculation. Uh, I have no idea what they're doing. If if I had to bet, they're, they're going to continue to blow it and shoot themselves in the foot like they have for the past decade and a half. Yeah. Well, remember that I was just saying. Uh, um, got VR legs at Game Pass VR, and Wolby's got a good point. There's already six games on Game Pass that have VR support. Well, VR support isn't 
the same as having your own thing that is specifically for game pass right if they were going towards that um to where they could uh they could use it um but one thing we do know about xbox and in the vr uh space is they said that they are going to focus on the software they're going to let everybody else do the hardware they did say that and that was not that long ago um so i i would lean more towards what bradley's saying um not only because his sources seem to be pretty good um but also because of that and maybe so maybe we'll find out something about vr software who knows pd says you know who else has an x on her box <laughs> my mom yeah it's it's like a target bro absolutely absolutely i don't know man no it's an exciting time uh i, I gotta think uh, i mean what do you think phil spencer's what thinking as this literally the entire digital space inside and outside of the gaming world. Everybody's jumping in the metaverse right now. And here's Xbox still with this whole, nobody's asking for VR, man. Really? You're still <laughs> going to sit on that? Like, okay, whatever, man. Maybe they pivot. Uh, maybe, maybe they're pivoting. Maybe they're going to focus more on the PC and they're going to have, like you said, they're going to have that, that viable Xbox for, for, I guess not for VR, you know, but for everything else, if the, if it's not VR, but they they're focusing on you know a year down two down the road we're talking about all these amazing expo they have picked up so many ips in the last you know year that we could be seeing some amazing vr games maybe they're they're that's what they're focusing Dude. on you know if if they don't put hellblade 2 in vr i'm going to burn the place <laughs> down i'm so upset they they have to give me that game did you you saw it you saw the 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 trailer that they ran during the uh the game awards that game looks so incredible i can't wait i can't see that they don't this is the one i mean this is the thing you know i mean it, they had it on uh pc vr right did extremely well and so even if it doesn't come to the console why would they not um at least do a pat or a, a thing they've already done it the groundwork's already there they just have to kind of use that same engine i would imagine or update it for the new game so uh, i would be surprised if Dude, they don't it, do it, it. It's legit photo real. Like that game looks like a movie. It looks like a movie. The gameplay looks like a movie. Uh, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. I don't know that I'm going to be able to wait for the VR copy of that one. Like I think I'm going to have to play that one flat. Hey, this is a a, a good um, and this is how it works for me and sidetracks. Um, a good reason why to play through. Like even if you said, okay, Elden Ring is coming out in a year in VR, you're like, well, I don't want to spoil it it's so the world is so huge and, and everything you branch off and do like this is the game these games are designed to for multiple playthroughs from different classes different you know now you do a sorcerer or, or whatever um because i guarantee once i get to the end i'm gonna probably want to start over again um but uh yeah that tells you how good a game it is well it's like returnal it's uh it's Same endlessly thing. it's a it's an endless game like you 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 play it over and over again by design yep so. absolutely uh, anyway, let's not get on that tangent. Let's continue on. PlayStation Plus games for March. Ark, Survival Evolved, Team Sonic Racing, and Ghost Runner. All three this month as a part of your PlayStation Plus um, subscription. If you are subscribed, get your games. Get them now. Don't wait. You're going to forget if you don't go ahead and get them. That's why I'm saying this. No other reason than to remind you all. Uh, by the way, it's um, 
Let's see. It's uh, Ghost Runner is PS5. That's the PS5 copy of Ghost Runner. And if you continue scrolling down there, Roots, you'll see that there's a free trial for the brand new Ghost of Tsushima uh, co-op thing. That's oh. uh, it's got it's got like a co-op campaign. It's got four different modes, dude, of uh, co-op gameplay in it. Um, looks really cool, and it's got a playable trial on there, and it's free for anyone who owns the game already. That's actually so. a really cool game. I haven't played that far yeah. into it, but uh, I enjoyed it. What I have played of it. Yeah, high, highly uh, touted game. People love that game. So, yeah. uh, Spraga says, I'm going to turn into Milton from Office Space if Hellblade 2 doesn't support VR. That's exactly correct. <laughs> um, anyway, wh while we're talking about free games, uh, City Skylines, free on Epic Game Store right now for about three or four more days. So if you haven't claimed your free Epic game this week, get it. It's City Skylines. Everybody loves it, Roots. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, as a matter of fact, Radio Runt, first thing he said is, oh, that's a good game. And you know, if Radio Runt says that, it is a good game. And it, he's one of the ones that is excited about the uh, VR version coming because uh, he knows. So. Yeah. And uh, for what it's worth, the the free game from Epic next week, uh, looks awesome like i haven't I, I don't remember what it's called but the game looks cool so i'll be sure to uh, remind you guys next week to get it as well yeah anyway get your free stuff that's the moral of the story and uh, with that said roots i do believe it's time that we talk some games Speaking. So uh, this past week we got a fresh new look at Cities VR, the upcoming city builder uh, from our friends over at Fast Travel Games, which is, by the way, basically. Um, Cities, um, I'm, I'm having a brain fart. Uh, cities, uh, city skylines, uh, in VR. Uh, so Paradox Interactive, the IP holder, uh, held a big cities skylines, uh, stream on their Twitch channel last week, a good portion of which was dedicated to, um, to, to cities VR, the upcoming, uh, Again, VR adaptation from our friends at Fast Travel Games. Eric Odeldahl, the uh, creative director at Fast Travel Games, um, was present during the stream. He talked for somewhere between 20 to 30 minutes about the game uh, before actually donning the Quest 2 headset and playing it for about 10 or 15 more minutes. Uh, this is all viewable right now on the Paradox Interactive Twi Twitch channel. If you are a patron, 
you can scroll down to the bottom of this week's show notes and you'll see some gold links at the bottom. This is something new I did this week. Ooh. You'll see a, a section that's called the cutting room floor. And that section, the cutting room floor, has links. Some of them go to videos. Some of them go to articles that didn't make the, uh, the show proper. Anyway, down in the cutting room floor section, you'll find a link to this Twitch stream. And it, it's already bookmarked to the precise minute uh, when the VR talk stops starts and it's about a 30 to 45 minute wow. thing. If you're in, if you're interested in cities VR, uh, you probably want to go check it out. It was pretty cool. Radio run, dude, what a good idea. Wes just keeps coming up with amazing reasons for you to be a patron, right? Like it's just one after the other. That sounds like something I want to go check out. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's cool that, uh, that paradox Interactive interactive spent so much time uh, on cities VR that they're clearly excited about it. Basically uh, they said really the only difference, the only tangible difference is the scope of the game. Uh, when you're talking about bringing this complex simulation algorithm into VR, um, you're obviously dealing with, constraints especially when you're talking about running on standalone hardware so you have to pick and choose uh what you want to keep and where where you want to make concessions at obviously they have to make a few graphical concessions but that's not quite enough uh they either had to choose to to bring the scale down a little bit or to kind of nerf the simulation and they chose to just scale it down so that they could bring a full-fledged version of city skylines in the vr mm. and um basically that that's a lot of what they talked about were the differences between the vr version and the uh the flat version and there weren't many uh, how amazing wolveraza says these sims getting whole genre sections at once on quest not his bag but really popular genre and then so that's exactly it is we see stuff like this um you know somebody that's that's a huge city skylines fan and they're oh my god i can play it in vr now uh, same thing with Among Us, you know, all these games that maybe aren't your bag, but people that love it, they're super popular genres, and each one of them is just a, a, a home run being smacked out into the stand, right? And I can see the guy already rounding the bases. He's going to be running home, and uh, he's going to be sliding into home as soon as this game is released, and I think it's going to do really well. And how about our friends at Fast Travel just making moves, bro? Like... A couple of years ago, they they were in a completely different building, right? They decide to to move to a bigger office uh, in Stockholm. The when they move into this place, it's right close to the offices of Paradox Interactive. They become friends. Paradox Interactive owns the uh, the the franchise for the uh, uh, what was it? Their last game, the uh, the horror game, the. Uh, Wraith, the Oblivion Afterlife, that that whole franchise that has Vampire, the Masquerade, and you know uh, what what's it called? That universe, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, that role playing game. Um, um, trying to think of what it is. Anyway, anyway, people know what I'm talking about. I just can't think of what it's called. Anyway, they they get to bring Wraith, the Afterlife, in mm. the VR because of this friendship that they have with Paradox. And uh, and then after that, they continue they continue to work together, and now we get City Skylines in VR. 
uh, I mean, that that move to, the, to that side of town really paying off for our friends there, isn't it? Absolutely. It's like Alex said, going to the trade show, right? Paid off. Um, it's just it's certain moves, they actually work. Uh, trailers look great. Get ready for the Paradox paid DLC snowstorm for this game, though. Thomas McDostrell says, this is the thing. Um, as long as the game is is AAA level and amazing, I don't care. Like, put out the game, and if people want more, they'll pay the DLC. And in turn, it'll give the the devs incentive to do more, and it, it feeds each other. It's a double-edged sword. And you don't... The, as long as the base game is amazing, you know, I not everybody has to play the DLC, right? So I uh, I agree with it, and depending on what it is, right? You don't have to do it. Yeah, I think it was it called World of Darkness. I think it was called World of Darkness. That Into the universe, Darkness that... Universe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Uh, anyway, um, a lot of people excited for this. This game has a huge following. It absolutely 100% is going to sell headsets. I guarantee you that. Yep. And uh, if you're interested in it, uh, there is loads of new info available on it. Uh, again, if you're not a patron, just go to the Paradox Interactive um, Twitch, or you can link to it directly from this story here on Upload VR. Uh, that's how I found it. So cool. Uh, you can go there. Hey everyone, I'm Tamtru from the Afterfall community team. Today, we are going to talk to you about After the Fall and showcase some of the exciting content coming up in the front runner season. Horde mode is coming to After the Fall. In this mode, up to four Harvest Runners will deploy to a contained area where Snow Reek will come running down from all sides. And you will have to keep at it and survive for as long as you can. You will be able to bring your best weapons to survive the incoming Snow Breed hordes and reap the rewards. Starting off, we'll be offering two maps, Junction and Highway. We'll also have a brand new Harvest map. After the Fall's bread and butter mode will take you to the streets of Hollywood into the Boulevard Harvest site. With so many harvest runners having joined the fray since launch and clearing our harvest sites, the Snowbreed are also evolving further. The Skimmer will be appearing on your harvest runs and drop a huge bounty of harvest if you manage to take it down. The first additional weapon coming to you is the Revolver. This special killer hits really hard, but the trade-off will be your magazine count. But as everything in After Fall, getting the right gloppy or roppy for it may help with that. Additionally, one more weapon type will expand your arsenal, and on top of that, a totally new radical wrist-mounted power device. Up next, player customization system will allow you to finally pick the right fit for your runner. And similar to the weapon skin system, these can be unlocked through playing the game and clearing challenges. Lastly, you'll get to face your fellow runners in a new Tundra Dome map called Stockpile. And now you can truly rise to the top against everyone in our brand new free-for-all PvP mode. Also part of this PvP update will be harvest rewards for the top players in each match across both Team Deathmatch and free-for-all. Here's a look at our roadmap for the frontrunner content and stay tuned on our socials for more details as they come. Thank you so much for your time, thanks for playing after the fall, and of course until next time, stay frosty. Board mode is now available for After the Fall players with a new update rolling out across all platforms. Uh, this coming to us again from Upload VR. Um, 
The update is first of several new content drops as part of the front runner season with the update set to land across the next two months for all players. According to the patch notes, there's no friendly bots in the horde mode. Custom loadouts are enabled and rewards are granted every five waves, increasing in rarity over time. You'll also unlock the blueprint for the new revolver weapon after completing six waves in horde mode, which can then be purchased for 5,000 harvest at the armory. The patch also includes changes to floppies, skins, and items. Some balance changes have been put through as well, changing damage and ammo capacity to select weapons, as well as a handful of general small changes and bug fixes. The developers also know that they are still investigating ongoing freezes on Quest 2 and working non-stop on a solution. The frontrunner season will continue later this month with a new harvest run set in Hollywood, along with new enemy types and weapons. A new PvP map is also expected this month, alongside a free-for-all mode. The season wraps up with a new wrist-mounted power device in April. Uh, anyway, um, we, we got a chance to play this yesterday, Roots, and um, always a pleasure to, uh, to have new content for this game, which, you know, we loved so much for uh for a few months there until we just kind of uh, uh you know got away from it it's it's good to have a reason to get back in there right yeah yeah i had a lot of fun master stream was amazing we i you know i it's funny how fast it went by and like i thought because i was thinking he started at noon um my time but we started at 10 my time noon his time so i got out of there at 1 30 thinking oh, i was only in there an hour and a half and then later that day i thought oh my god i was in there three and a half hours holy crap dude we but it just flew by. It was so much fun. Um, but like you were saying in between while we were watching the trailer, uh, they need to adjust the pacing. But I don't know how they do it because your idea was like have it start getting hard, as hard at 20 at 10. But the whole idea is is to get the discs out, right? Um, my suggestion, at least Tam2, for on some level, there should be, I, I believe if you can do it, uh, as I've already asked so much of you, um, a difficulty level, right? Um, to where I can do master, I can do nightmare on those, to where it scales up, to where it will progressively go faster. Because the first 15 waves are, are joke. They're kind of a boring, and I can see how that's going to get really boring after a while. And um, and I even where I'm at, I haven't played for a month. I think the last time I played West was December 29th uh, before that day. And everything was pretty much worthless for me. I think I got one or two things that were decent. I shouldn't be getting... The blue skins you know what i mean like if i can do a difficulty i can maybe i start getting all purples or all golds or all reds or whatever to where there's a difference um because the first 15 actually it was i guess it was 18 levels 19 is when it got really hard for us now that might be different for other teams uh especially if you're going in there with with less than three people and then of course the biggest thing and i don't know if, if this is ever going to happen we should we need to have um people to be able to to drop in if somebody drops out you know a friend should be able to to swap in swap out or whatever to where you're never there where oh shit somebody logged out we're screwed now um you should be able to have somebody drop in for that fourth spot and so especially in something like this where you can't have a bot you're kind of tying your hands to be screwed if somebody drops near the end all that work is for nothing right so yeah, it's an interesting uh, question because it's it's not like it isn't fun. It's fun. Uh, the, the problem with it is is 
And I don't even know if it's a problem. It's time consuming, right? Every time that you um, go into a run, you have to play for 15 or 20 minutes before it really gets challenging. And maybe that's just because we're so awesome, right? Maybe we're just really good. Or maybe uh, it should uh, ramp up in difficulty a little bit more quickly. Or like you said, have a difficulty rating on the front of it, which allows it to, to, to get uh, get hard faster. By the way, you know who loves when it gets hard really fast? My uh, mom! Yeah, she does. And in exchange for that extra difficulty, uh, we don't have to get all of these duplicate discs like we got. Like, I think out of uh, all the games that I played yesterday, um, I got one useful mm. item out of it. I got I got sights that I needed for my submachine gun, but the rest of it, it's all just harvest to me. Um, you know, one one thing that Z Storm was saying. Uh, shout out to Z Storm Games. Uh, he was there for probably half of Zetmash's stream at least. He was saying that um, I guess in the notes that um, that oh, shit, I forgot what I was gonna say about the what you were just talking about. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Supposedly, according to him, oh, percentage wise, yeah, yeah. If you get a duplicate, you're less likely to get another one the next time. Uh, that was not my experience. Well, uh, so it must have, I must have a good one coming. Percentage wise, it stacks. It's like two percent for this, four percent for that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but each time you get one, it it kind of adds to it. So eventually, you're gonna it's gonna help you get it quicker. So cool, cool. Uh, GT is in the chat. What's up, GT? Uh, and for those of you who didn't catch it, we uh, we had the uh, pleasure of playing with That's GT. Awesome. Our first runs, our first runs in the horde mode were with. Uh, gt and we hit level 20 right off the top man right off the top we rocked it we didn't um, get to 30 though man mash and them they got to level up. 30 and uh they actually got a, i guess a gold disc and like um that's some that's some dedication bro i can't imagine man because that that one time we made it to like level 23 or something and in, in the chinatown level and that was just insanity like they were they come at you so fast you can't keep them from getting over the wall so it's just you know being on your toes how fast can you knock them down when they're right in your face uh, i can't imagine how crazy it must have gotten for level 30 that that's nuts yeah see and this is another approach tam too you could take as far as this goes uh, and i was kind of mentioning this to you as Wes. like when you get to level five, you unlock the ability to start at level five. So like if everybody in your team has gotten to level 20, you can just bypass the first four levels and you can start right at level 20, right when the the, the thick of it goes, or you can make it limited at 15 or whatever. Because really at this point, the first 10 levels at least are, are pointless to me. So Well, in a way, but there's also the idea of... Uh, this isn't a flat game. This is a VR game. And part of the challenge mm. of a VR horde mode is endurance, right? If you're starting on level 15, on level 20, you, your thumb isn't sore. You, you know, you, your arms aren't tired mm. like they would be uh, after you've played through all of these waves. I get it. I, you know. I guess it is horde mode. It is, it is wave-based. Lasts we, as long we, as you can get. We need to remember that. This is additional content. Mm. It isn't the main gameplay loop, right? This is an additional game mode. I get it. I, I agree. I wish options. You know, I would probably I would probably play play it more going forward if I didn't have to put so much time into getting to the fun part. 
but I, I understand why it is, and I, it probably isn't practical to change it too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, again, though, that doesn't mean I can't wish for it, you know? Yeah, and I guess this is a good point um, as far as uh, Wolverza says, using explosives was really important, right? And so you've yeah. got, if you cut out those first four rounds of buying those explosives and those syringes, you're not going to have what you need. You know, this is, and I, I, you can, you can tell it, everybody, I completely changed my mind on the horde mode. I, like you can only buy one of each and, um, and there's nowhere to run with it. You just buy it and stick it right there. That I have no problem doing that. That makes sense. Right. By the way, we got screwed in that first uh, run in the Chinatown, didn't we? We couldn't buy uh, buy our, our first run of, of goods, and, and that was the run that we made it the furthest. Imagine if we had another round of explosives and medicine, how far we could have gotten. Yeah, very true. Anyway, um, yeah, it, it's fun. It's good fun. I'm glad to have more content in this game. I really enjoyed getting back into it. We were in there, uh, what, two or three hours, and it just flew by like it was nothing. Um, can't wait for Hollywood Boulevard, right, Roots? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually, I was. I had a lot of fun. And um reminding me of why I played 50 to 60 hours of it, because uh, I kind of got burnt out on it for a while there, but now I was enjoying it. And uh, and don't, don't mind going back in there again, for sure. Yeah, yeah. New, new harvest run, new, new weapons coming new enemy coming up most of this coming within the next two weeks uh it's going to be a fun time for fans of after the fall so uh if you haven't picked this one up yet it might be time to get it and listen you people who are new to vr saying that you know i'm not i'm not a multiplayer person i'm I'm not into this type of uh, game it's co-op it's not you're not fighting your friends in it and it's different it's vr Mm. you're literally in the space with your friends i wasn't a multiplayer person either before vr uh you need to try it it's a different experience i assure you um this game's just fun it's easy to pick up and uh it's a lot of fun with friends so if you if you don't have it already give it a shot yeah absolutely The Atlas Mystery, uh, inspired by classic exploratory puzzle games like Myst, The Atlas Mystery is an escape room style experience set in 1940s era movie palace that played host to a shocking Hollywood tragedy. 
you assume the role of a newly hired theater manager tasked with preparing the dilapidated theater for a grand reopening. As you solve puzzles, unlock new environments, and encounter supernatural occurrences, you start to uncover the truth behind the theater's dark history. Each room of the theater serves as its own miniature escape room, and all of the puzzles are inspired by old film and projection technology that tie into the era, assembling old projectors, splicing together film, manipulating old curtain pulley systems, etc. We've put a lot of care and detail into the environments to truly immerse players in the luxurious architecture of the time. As huge fans of classic cinema and avid puzzle enthusiasts, it's been a blast creating our own take on an extravagant movie palace chock full of fake movie posters, era-specific packaging, and old exhibition technology. Uh, Roots, first of all, isn't it funny how every puzzle game that comes out cites Mist as uh, as its main um, its main uh, inspiration? And nine times out of ten, the games that come out are nothing like Mist at all. Right? It's weird. It's can, it can be a conundrum. There was that one game that released that was kind of like Mist, but it was like not as. I mean, if it, if it's similar but not as good, people are you can they can compare it to mist and say yeah this isn't like mist and it's like well it's its own game but you've compared it to mist so it's got to be some similar but not but this thing actually you know at first i thought okay you know I, I i've done so many things like this but this seems very unique right it just seems like like they said they did take care uh making sure that this these puzzles are are unique and that um uh it's more i guess more of a realism thing right I, I, I going yeah. back in history or in the past yeah that, that's kind of that's kind of what i like about uh about this game so far having not played it uh, it's just that vibe man 1940s movie theater like i just want to be in this place you know regardless of what the puzzles and the, and the game's doing i want to visit this theater and look around you tell me there's supernatural stuff going on here awesome sign me up i get to play with old technology Great. This is what I love. Time traveling and VR routes. This is what we like to do. Actually, a lot of what I'm seeing here reminds me of certain parts of Wanderer that I enjoyed. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This game's coming uh, on the 31st to Steam VR. Now, this trailer says it's also coming to Oculus Quest. I can't find any other kind of information about uh, the Quest release. It was previously scheduled to launch this month. So, you know, if we can assume that it's coming on the 31st, but I, I wouldn't say that's confirmed at this point. We know it's coming to Steam later this month, and I am interested in it. I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I think it looks pretty cool as well. And uh, I'm surprised it, it seems more like, um, like a, I mean, aside from the actual locomotion and stuff, but more of a game like the Room VR, right? Because like it says in here that it's an escape, like a mini escape you know, I guess it says each room of the theater serves as its own miniature escape room, right? Um, so it's an escape room game type. And uh, those games, if they're done well, are amazing. The Room VR is is one of the best games. And Mash, you probably should pick up a couple copies to give away to uh, people at your um, on your show. Because Room VR is so good. <laughs> right, right. Uh, th these are the guys, by the way. This, uh, this is... A the developer is a company called Top Right Corner. 
they made a, the Belco VR game. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's another escape room game. But this one's pretty cool. It's based on a, a movie, actually, mm. uh, 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 called The Belco Experiment, which is kind of this uh, where people go to work in this. Uh, it's kind of a half high rise, a, a short skyscraper type thing that gets locked down. And then, uh, you know, people are kind of forced to kill one another. And, oh, you know, it's survival of the fittest. Uh, anyway, uh, they built an escape room around that movie, which I haven't played, but it looks pretty cool. Um, came out a few years ago. I, I, I think it might have even been free at the time. I don't know. Um, but uh, anyway, this isn't their first rodeo, so to speak, when it comes to VR escape rooms. Uh, these guys do have some experience under the belt. So, uh, you know, that, that typically bodes well uh, for these uh, smaller studios. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm confused, though. I'm I'm looking for Scion because you said Mist. Like, Spry Guy says, Wes said Mist. Okay. It's time for Scion to appear in chat. Scion, where are you, bro? Well, it's like, uh, like the boy that cried wolf, right? How many times can these guys invoke the name of Mist? before Sion quits right. uh, coming to check it He's out. It's like, I'm not even going to go look anymore. I think it looks uh, good. Hex says, I thought the, the, the Belco experiment was pretty good. I didn't finish it. I, I did watch it because um, I was a fan of, uh, what what was his face? The, the guy that starred in that. He was from The Walking Dead. Um, played Daryl's brother. Oh, What's yeah. His name? Uh, you, know, you know what I'm talking Merle. about. Played Merle. Yeah, dude. He's actually yeah. a good actor. He's been in some other movies. Um, D says she would like to see a multiplayer puzzle or like an actual escape room type thing where people can work together. And I was thinking the same thing or in like this, what Wes was saying, imagine a VR game where you're in dropped into this mansion and there's like seven people and you all only one of you gets to get out. And so your thing is to find your way out and take everybody else out at the same time or because everybody's, it's kind of like Among Us. Everybody's, but it's a, it's more of like a Hunger Games, right? So where you're, you're, I mean, think about the possibilities of how crazy it could be um, in VR. That'd be crazy and fun. Uh, all this is coming. You know, people forget that, uh, you know, in, in video game years, VR has just kind of been a blip on the radar with with regards to history. We're we're still uh, just now starting to 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 crack into uh, all of these different genres i guarantee you we're going to have this game that people are fantasizing about right now uh, someone's going to make it and crazy. Uh, i agree it's going to be cool it's gonna be cool uh hack says and the dude from scrubs yeah there you go yeah the, there's um it was a pretty good cast I, that's why i started watching it. i didn't i didn't finish it but I, it was like on netflix or something it looked pretty cool and uh hack says it was good as does uh spry guy spry guy mm. thought it was great so wow crazy the, the belco experiment roots the belco i'd have to check it out yeah uh anyway uh the atlas mystery set to uh to drop in this jam-packed month on the very last day of the jam-packed month keep your eye out for it put it on your wish list but wait until the wish list segment to do that
Okay, fine. Family son. Father Prey Dogs, incredible work bringing the Resident Evil series to VR continues. This time, bringing motion controls for Resident Evil 7. The developer recently showed off their latest work on the Resident Evil 7 VR mod which includes full support for motion controllers. And uh, what you were just uh, checking out was uh, some in-progress gameplay, uh, which is about a, a two-minute clip from a 20-minute long video uh, that you can um, watch on uh, the Prey Dog YouTube channel. I don't know what it could be called, Prey Dog. Give me just a moment. I'll tell you exactly what the channel is named so you can check it out for yourself. Uh, yeah, it's called Prey Dog, is the name of the channel. Um, and uh, it's a almost 20 minute long video, which isn't solid, uh, uninterrupted gameplay. So they show the segment that I just showed you there. And there's other various segments from the main house, uh, one of which is the, uh, the final showdown with Jack. I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't played it but you know what i'm talking about roots the uh the the thing down there in the cage mm -hmm. with with jack yeah, yeah it shows it shows some of that again remember with full motion controls and that's kind of the the big headline here is that my favorite vr game uh is becoming more of a vr game thanks to the work of this dude and uh from the looks of it roots it's about ready it looks ready to me doesn't it you yeah absolutely it, it looks like it's done to me, but what's funny is it says that there's still rumors Resident Evil 8 could get VR support too. Or are they talking about oh, for PlayStation VR? I was going to say, I, I, he said he was doing the 8 mod. That's what yeah. I, when I watch well, this, that's it. what I'm excited about. Yeah, it's there. I guess, did they fix the, um, all the weirdness now? No, but you can, you can play it with the weirdness. Like it's public. He's already released it. So people can play like the early version if they want to. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I mean, eight. I I own eight on on PlayStation VR, and I have not played it. I mean, play PlayStation VR on PS Five, and I've not played much of it. Um, but uh, definitely looking forward to play it in uh, VR. 
I'm so excited for this, dude. I mean, uh, I've played this game so much on PlayStation and uh, love it with the gamepad. Just love it with the gamepad. And having played the uh, the Prey Dog Resident Evil 2 mod, I know what kind of work this dude does because RE2 VR felt like a native VR game to me. And that, mm-hmm. that game, un- unlike 7, that game wasn't designed to be a VR game. It was a third-person uh, action game that was made into a first-person VR game. Um, absolutely amazing. And uh, this looks absolutely amazing. The day that he says it's ready, I'll be playing this game, Roots. And uh, Streaming it? I mean, you sure. stream it. Yeah. Sure. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah I'll I'm tell you what. This that, is the sure. thing. Um, it, it, it's the fact of, I can imagine on your Reverb 2, or I guess I, the G2, right? It's going to be amazing. Mind Hussein blown. next in the chat says, exciting news. This is the first I've heard of a Resident Evil 7 PC VR mod, let alone with motion controls. Dude. We've talked about what it. What rock have you been <laughs> yeah, what rock have you been under? So listen, man, listen, Hussein X. This guy has already modded Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 into being a first person VR game with motion controls successfully and i don't mean like a, a janky ass like uh halfway working vr mod i mean picture perfect motion control feels like a real vr game that's resident evil 2 remake and resident evil 3 remake playable now what he's working on and what he's been working on since then is not only resident evil 7 but resident evil 8 we're getting both of those as well and from the looks of it, Resident Evil 7 must be pretty close to uh, to ready because, I mean, I watched this whole 20-minute thing, man, and it looks seamless. Yeah, makes me glad I picked it up a while ago on Steam. I think I did. Yeah, and, and to be clear, uh, there there are still some button press interact interactions. Yeah, There's did. no way to get around that, but you do get to aim your gun down the sights. You do get to swing your knife and cut. So that... that Everything else is still kind of like pressed to pick up an item, things like that. Um, but it's still, it's awesome. And you know, it's if awesome. you don't have PlayStation VR, you get to play the game in VR, bro. Right? Like, I mean, that's a plus anyway. I mean, think about this for a minute. People, up until the, the, the day that this mod got announced, PC VR people were still kind of like, you never know, we might get official support for resident evil 7 this year they've held out hope all this time just because denial (laughs) they just can't accept that they would never get this because they have the flat game right um happy for these people because they finally are getting what they've wanted all this time which again is the best thing that i've played in vr it's the most immersive game i've played in vr because uh it's the scariest game i've ever played in vr yeah, absolutely. I've ne- you you've seen my streams. I've I've never been so scared as uh, <laughs> uh from Jack, man. I still I still am par- petrified from him. Yeah, during this uh 20 minute clip on the Prey Dog YouTube channel, they show um they show the scene we just watched. They show the garage scene with the car. Mm. And then they show uh the chainsaw scene with the with the cage. Um and more and more so uh 
those of you who have played the game, go check it out. You're going to be amazed at just how well this thing's working uh, today. I can't wait. And um, yeah, much more to come on this. Um, Alex VR joining us. What's up, Alex? Uh, enjoyed uh, watching you on uh, on Eric's show the other night. It was uh, super cool to see you and Skibon. Yeah, I loved it. It's one of my favorite. I, I I literally sat there and watched the entire show, and I gr grinded my Elden Ring's character ring character at the same time and moderated the channel. It was cool. Gary says the RE2 mod is fantastic. Perhaps slightly janky in places, but still awesome. I'm ready for RE7 with motion controllers. Yeah, I, I've heard a couple of other people say that, that they've had a little bit of jank with the movement. Um, from what I understand now, there's a mod that corrects that. Like mm. uh, Somebody on the Discord was uh, sharing that. Uh, so if you're, you're one of these people who didn't like how the, uh, the body moved, uh, the, they have a fix for that now. Mm. I played it third person. I really loved it. This was actually amazing. And if it's performance-wise, that was a little weird, Gary. Uh, what I did is I ran it through um, virtual desktop wirelessly, and it's got that synchronous uh, space warp. And uh, it, even though it had reprojection, it didn't feel like it, right? Which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was just good. It, it's, it's. I really enjoyed it. it one of my the biggest regrets of. Uh, uh, my last couple of months here is not finishing too. I went very deep into it, but didn't finish it. So. Mm -hmm. You know who also gets pissed when you don't finish? My mom! <laughs> you better finish. That's right. She hates that shit, man. She thinks it's like, <laughs> it's like an insult. Slap an in insult the face. Her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Resident Evil 7 VR mod coming soon, I have to imagine. I mean, I can't imagine why we wouldn't see this soon. Yeah, if they're talking about it in this article, I think it's probably sooner than we think. Yeah, and it's not like the guy even puts this stuff behind a paywall. He releases it free to the public. So I mean, cool. that's nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's. I think it's the best. The best way, man. It's going to pay off for him in the the long run. I think. So, uh, Steve, Steve says I, I need to try the uh, the free Cyberpunk VR mod. Yeah, uh, you and me both, friend. I, that's kind of one of the things at the top of our list mm. before march started literally dumping vr games on our head um so we'll see we'll get into there soon i'm sure it's it's uh i think both techno glitch and radio run have came into my stream of elden ring and said this isn't the 2077 vr mod so i guess i need to right. get into it as well absolutely A fan is remaking a seminal Star Wars game, Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, in VR, and it already looks pretty promising. 
Updates on the project from Guido Mariano are being shared on Twitter, including the uh, the trailer that we just saw here that uh, includes the lightsaber melting effect that's seen when you hold the blade up against the surface. The original Jedi Outcast used this to great effect, giving you a sense of just how dangerous the weapon is. There's also some very early gray box demos, complete with stormtroopers and their rifles. Mariano also has a Patreon subscription set up for anyone who wants to follow the project. Uh, Jedi Knight 2 is best known for being one of the first Star Wars games to deliver convincing, visceral Star Wars combat, casting players as a mercenary Jedi named Kyle Cadarn, and set after the events of the original movies. It was much a first-person shooter as anything else, though, with players also able to wield pistols and rifles as they took the fight to the enemy remnants of the Empire. Uh, funnily enough, there's also a VR remake of Dark Forces in the works, which was the first time players met the character. Jedi Knight 2 is technically a second sequel to that game, with the first Jedi Knight, which is also great, being labeled as Dark Forces 2. So, uh, classic Star Wars game here, being brought into uh, VR by essentially a fan. And uh, this is an in increasing narrative that we're, we're, we're seeing time and time again in VR. Uh, basically, a dude who's a fan picks up a game and decides to make a VR game out of it. And the results are amazing. How many times have we been sitting here just drooling over these games that a dude made? Like, uh, this is pretty incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like Gary says, uh, VR modders and the remakers are saving PC VR so good. It goes back to that article we had. You know, 50% of Quest users are using, our Steam users are using Quest, right? Quest 2s. And um, a lot of the people coming in with Quest 2s that aren't already in VR with some other headset that maybe want the wireless version, they, they want to play these mods, right? They want to play Risk of Rain 2. They want to play RE2. They want to play RE7, RE8. They hear about all these mods. It's not necessarily the Boneworks, the Asgard's Wrath, all those games drawn them in. Now, those are as well. But I would submit it's these, these IPs of these AAA games that they've played their whole life or they played when they were a kid and they want to get into this game. They want, You know, that's our dream, right? We played whatever IP it is growing up, Metal Gear or whatever. We want to be in that world. And now you're telling me I can be in with Jack and he's chasing me and, and I have full hand presence. I don't have a PlayStation VR. Um, you know, whatever the situation is. I, I just think Gary's nailed it there. It's it's huge. And, um, you know, so many so many good uh, developers out there um, that this guy, probably, maybe he's a fan of the thing and he's I guess he's a developer in his own right, right? So it's cool. Right, right. Yeah, somebody who obviously has skills. Uh, Michelle B. wonders, how does licensing work for them? Well, here's the beautiful thing about it. People often wonder uh, why these guys don't start like a legit company and and do their mods uh, and, and monetize. Well, that's what you're saying there, Michelle, is exactly why. Licensing. If, if this were an official thing, they would have to secure licensing and pay for it. Uh, being a modder, who is releasing their work essentially for free, even if you're taking donations, that's not like selling your work. Mm. Uh, they're releasing these mods for free, which means, sure, the IP holder could step up 
and uh, squash it and say, no, you can't put that out. But these modders can't really get in trouble hmm. for monetizing off of the licenses that don't belong to them. So it's uh, it's a basically a way around uh, that whole set of uh, laws. And uh, in the end, it's really the consumers who benefit, right? Because, you know, Galaxy's Edge was awesome, right? Vader Immortal was awesome. But people want that full-length Star Wars adventure, and we have yet to get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, uh, as is the case with so many of these franchises, it looks like the modders are going to get there first. Now, here's another way that these, the, at least the, the good ones, the smart ones, you know, because there's a difference between remaking a remastered version of the game like this guy's going to do or making a fan experience or a recreation or whatever right which would be cool in, a, in and of itself but these these people uh prey dog they use uh the files the game you're using the re7 the re8 the game still has to be bought right so from the developer standpoint this is going to drive sales for a game that's been dead for who knows how long all of a sudden their game's going to start selling again right because there's a new mod out and i can play this in vr but you need those files that's a, that's how i think it'll work um, and that's how he would be able to have recreate the entire game in VR and have it be, you know, just taking it and putting it in VR and remastering it. Um, I, I think it's super cool. And it's a win-win for everybody, right? The developers still get their their cut. They still get their game sold. And at this point, it's how old is this thing? Uh, it's not selling off, you know, it will now. If that's the case. Yeah, no, this, uh, this is something from... Um... I don't remember exactly when it came out, but I it was like my early twenties when this came out. It's been out for for a while. Yeah. It's an old game. But how cool, man! Uh, Alvo VR joining us in the chat says, "Where's Mash Daddy at?" Uh, Eric uh, is on with us on Wednesdays. We do uh, the the Sunday show. The one we're doing right now is kind of a news oriented show uh, that my friend Roots and I do here. Uh, Eric joins us on Wednesdays. Or like uh, game reviews and, and things of that sort, uh, and the, and they're wondering when we're going to be talking about Alvo. Not yet, actually. Alvo is going to be part of our uh, list of what's out this week, and uh, we'll be talking about it here shortly uh, as we get into that segment. But thank you for uh, joining us. I assume that Steve. Thank you, Steve, for uh, for hanging out with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway. Um, this Jedi Knight 2 fan remake looks amazing. Unlike most games routes uh, that, that get this kind of mod treatment, uh, I've actually played this one before. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, experiencing it from the inside. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like you said, I, I probably played it as well at some point. But a full full story, a AAA story that, uh, you know, it's just going to be cool. Absolutely. I never told them what I found. Through the impossible window, I heard birds, the rustle of leaves. And if you're reading this, I never returned. Lorna McCabe vanished, no satchel, no body, no trace. But I hear her sometimes. I know you have questions, but understand Lorna McCabe is still alive. 
bring her home. VR Puzzler Shadow Point coming to PSVR this month from the studio behind Jurassic World Aftermath. This is an article by Scott Hayden at Road to VR. Uh, Code Sync, the studio behind Esper and Jurassic World Aftermath, is finally bringing Shadowpoint out of the Quest and Rift exclusivity. As the stylish, story-driven puzzle adventure is heading to PSVR this month. Shadowpoint, a first-person single-player game, throws you into a mystical world that unfolds between a mountaintop observatory and an ever-changing fantasy environment. It includes some clever puzzles that require you to think spatially and to use magical objects at your disposal to move forward through a beautiful, surrealistic world. Now, CoatSync says it's leaving meta-exclusivity with its PSVR launch, scheduled for March 22nd. Mm. Uh, Roots, we were talking about CoatSync not that long ago, and uh, we had... It was in the context that we had begun to hear rumors that they were working on a PSVR 2 exclusive launch title. Uh, now, it's funny how these things always seem to tie in together because here we are less than two weeks later talking about a game that has been two years in exclusive to Meta now coming and making its way into PlayStation VR as a support title for what is you know, surely going to be PSVR's last year. Uh, now, with all that said, sure, this is a two-year-old uh, or even older at this point. This is a launch title from the original Oculus Quest, the black one. Uh, but with that said, I think that this is a tremendous pickup for the PlayStation VR catalog. This is a high-quality title uh, and a great game. Uh, I think PSVR players are in for a treat this month. Yeah, absolutely. Like I was just telling you while the trailer was on, I, I need to get back into this game. I forgot. Uh, I played a little bit of it. I mean, the best thing about it for me, I loved Star Trek, right? Next Generation, Patrick Stewart. He's the the, the main narr- narrator or I guess the voice in there. And um, it's a lot of light puzzles, kind of like some of the RE7 puzzles that um, you do for uh, in that game, right? So, Yeah, and, and it's, um, it's uh, I mean... As far as the gameplay goes, it is a pretty hard, you know, uh, strict puzzler. You know, it's it's not one of these games that's kind of a puzzle game. Th- this is a hardcore puzzle game at its core, uh, but it's a lot more palatable, even to people who really aren't puzzle game fans per se, because of the quality of the narrative and the storytelling in it, because of the production quality. It's a beautiful world, and it kind of has this surrealistic uh quality to it like it's almost dreamlike uh at at times um a a very good title again and uh, i mean considering the stage that the psvr platform is in right now uh to beginning a game like this at this late this late hour is actually a pretty uh pretty big w i think for uh for, for the sony catalog yeah absolutely I think it's going to be a, a big one. And like you said, there's a lot of titles like this that are coming over. Um, and I, I guess the timing's perfect for, for it, right? This is, like you said, the last hurrah for the, the PSVR 1. And it uh, makes you wonder well, what well, else remember. is... Oh, go ahead. Well, well, well remember, uh, last month, 
the only thing that hit PSVR last month was Sam and Max. This time it's virtual. Mm. So like, well, what was that you said about eating dirt for a month and then getting some saltine crackers? <laughs> like, this is going to be the best cracker ever, bro. <laughs> this is an amazing cracker and you're going to love it and you're going to enjoy it. And uh, yeah, and it's good. I mean, it's good for sales for the uh, developers, right? Because they there's not much out there. And this is an amazing game. So it's going to come out and it's going to do well. And uh, it's going to be cool. Kind of like uh, Alvo VR. Um, I was just telling uh, Steve said that he did say uh, Steve and he said thanks for the coverage and um, we're really excited to um, to play the game with our community next week we have a lot of contractors uh, games that go on a lot of pop one games I'm predicting the Alvo games are going to be take over all of those and uh, I can't wait yeah from what uh, from what Masher has been telling us uh, I think this might be a hit in our community at least yeah yeah, I need to get in there and check it out. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, uh, with, with uh, Shadow Point, um, I had a point that, that oh, yeah, uh, I think, interestingly, too, as I was alluding to at the top of the segment, uh, it lends, lends credence to that rumor, doesn't it, that there is this now newfound collaboration between Coat Sync and Sony in going into the next gen. Uh, kind of something similar to what we've been seeing with uh, Camouflage, which developed Iron Man VR. We're starting to hear rumors about, you know, them opening up a new studio. Well, I mean, that's not a rumor. That's a fact. But rumors about, you know, more collaboration between them and Sony. And now Republic from out of nowhere drops on the PSVR store. Um, PSVR having a pretty good month in March, by the way. Uh, because of all of this, uh, all of these ports finally making their way over. Um, good times, good times to be a PSVR gamer. Yeah, they're probably thinking it's about time, right? Yeah, and you know what, Roots? That's not all that's coming to uh, PSVR this month. I don't, I don't have a trailer on there for some reason. Well, I probably didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have one scheduled. I was waiting for a trailer. I didn't have. Have oh. on the schedule. My bad. Woo, My bad. I, usually, usually it's me missing a scene or something. That's <laughs> uh, me getting burned out from uh, from this long show, man. My my brain's starting to come apart at the edges here a little bit. Um, Ragnarok, rhythm-based Viking game Ragnarok coming to PSVR. Uh, after launching on the Quest Store last year, Ragnarok is looking to conquer more platforms. A PSVR port is on the way. One of Dev Studio announced the news in a tweet last week, confirming that the rhythm-based drumming game will be brought over to the PSVR ecosystem after launching for Quest and PC VR platforms last year. Um, there's no confirmed date or window for the PSVR port just yet. The studio only said that last year they worked on the Quest version of the game and that this year they're facing a new challenge to bring Ragnarok to PSVR. So hopefully sometime this year, it is still on the cards. Well, I mean, it better be, right? Because, you know, PSVR is really going to be a thing next year? Probably not. Uh, the studio also noted that it will, quote, do its best to make it cross-platform for you. So there you go. Of course. Of course they're going to do that. Um, Roots, I mean, a lot's been said about the PSVR's move controllers mm. and their limitations. Uh, but I can't think of a better game for PlayStation VR, then Ragnarok, a drumming game. Uh, I think that that's a 
going to be a good last hurrah for the move controllers. What do you think? Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Uh, Matt, uh, Spry Guy just said he just played Ragnarok just before the show. He says he really likes that game. I, I need to get in there, Wes. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. It's not just Spry Guy. A lot of people say that it's a very good game. People love the soundtrack. People uh, love the uh, the action, you know, the, the multiplayer action in it. Um, and it's supposedly good on all platforms. It's good on Quest, good on PC. And I'm assuming when it comes to uh, PlayStation VR, it's going to be very good on there as well. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of point it out as, uh, you know, you know, after a month like last month for PSVR, some people might question, is it over? Is it over? We really, you know, three weeks ago, we had really nothing to look forward to on PSVR other than Moss, which is going to be an exclusive, by the way, for a little while. Um, but, you know, Moss Book 2. Uh, but besides that, we, we really didn't have anything on the horizon. But now we've had Republic, we've got Shadowpoint, now we know Ragnarok's coming. Makes you wonder what else is coming this year, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does, actually. There's tons of stuff coming. Yeah. Potentially. 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 Yeah. Well, the thing is, is we still have, like, games that, uh, like, um, Zach Brown, what's that, uh, that should be, could drop all of a sudden, right? What was that, uh, The Prodigy? Yeah, I don't think that'll be a, that's not going to be a PlayStation game. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, I get the sentiment. Yeah, no, in general, but yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, zero caliber. We know that's, oh, that's, that's supposedly true. coming to, uh, to PlayStation VR. So there's still going to be stuff. So the, the point is, is even if it is going to be next year before we get PSVR two, uh, there's still going to be games. So if you're, you're a PSVR gamer, don't fret too much. You're still going to have stuff to play. Um, you might, you might just get a lull every now and then here and there, but, uh, good, good stuff still releasing on PSVR catalog some six years, um, into the uh into the platform's uh lifespan crazy and uh that's gonna wrap up headlines we made it we did it roots we made it to the end of headlines uh so the show's almost over right (laughs) i you know i was so optimistic with the time earlier i'm realizing you were a little bit closer to what it's gonna be because we're already two and a half hours in bro yeah well we have now reached the uh the reminders and uh, the first reminders, as it is every week, is what's out this week. Just so happens, there's a lot out this week, Roots. There's a lot out this week. And for reference, just so you guys know, everything on the uh, the, the release list this week, everything comes out on March 17th. It's all out on the same single day, uh, which is nuts. But uh, anyway, lots of stuff coming out this week, right? Yeah. The development of Cave Digger 2 is progressing full steam and it's time to bring you a new content update and new platforms. Hi, I'm Ari Matti and I'm here to tell you about our new content update coming up on Steam Early Access. We're calling it Escape from the Valley. With this update, we're also releasing the game on SideQuest and AppLab. Escape from the Valley is a major content update for the game and I hope you're all excited to see all the new stuff we're bringing out this time. With this new update, a new biome opens up to be explored and looted. Once you repair the elevator, you can access the caves where majestic constructions of a mysterious civilization are waiting for you. Take your time to explore, because this time the caves are massive. As you may remember, we've been developing a climbing mechanic, 
and now you'll be able to try it out properly. The levels in the new biome are designed vertically and moving through them will require you to hang on the walls like a certain friendly neighborhood superhero. A new biome, of course, means new enemies, and what would eldritch underground ruins be without skulking lizard people hiding in the shadows? There are two types, the large primal chameleons and their sneaky little cousins, the thieving chameleons. The primal chameleons are, of course, mighty foes in melee, but they also have cunning ranged attacks and can steal your tools with their tongue. The thieving chameleon is a sneaky little guy. The enemy remains cloaked and hidden, grabbing your hard mind loot, until it gets scared and tries to run away. But fear not, to overcome all of these obstacles, we provide you with some exciting new tool upgrades. The latest hammer might be the ultimate tool a miner needs. This upgrade makes the game more mobile and dynamic. You can use it to fly around or apply it as an impact missile. The sky is the limit with the new Acme Kiloton. We've also upped the ante by adding exploding bullets to the gun, and we upgraded the dynamite with a sticky bomb feature. The caves are also now full of exploding barrels, so be careful. And lastly, as a quality of life improvement, we've enhanced the telekinetic grab features of the workers' gloves to make looting so much easier. In terms of story, we're finally bringing back one of the greatest features of the first Cave Digger title, the endings. While exploring the caves, you'll find clues to help you unlock them, so stay alert and you'll be able to unlock a new chapter in the story of Cave Digger 2. More endings will be implemented as we get closer to the full release. And in the same vein, a couple of new issues of the comic are also included in this update. But that's not all for nostalgia. Our well-loved chest companion, Chompy, has not abandoned the frontier, and she's looking better than ever. We have further plans for her, but for now she will be providing the player with rewards for any tasks completed. So the next time you visit the frontier, why not pick up an errand or two and greet an old friend? She will certainly reward you well. And those are the highlights for the Escape from the Valley update. We hope you enjoy the new content as much as we do, whether you come from Steam or SideQuest or AppLab. And as always, we enjoy reading your feedback as we work towards full release. So, uh, Cave Digger 2, Dig Harder, uh, from VR Kiwi, uh, hitting Oculus App Lab this week after launching on SteamVR quite some time ago. But if you have this game on SteamVR, uh, you know, don't you fret. It's getting a substantial, substantial update Ooh. this week as well. Uh, Roots, when, when Cave Digger 1 came out, I can could not at that time think of a game that I could care any less about. <laughs> it was extremely simple gameplay. Um, literally it, it was, I, I mean, I think calling it a tech demo would probably be giving it too much credit. However, there were people who enjoyed it. Um, it just wasn't a, it wasn't my type of game. I, I needed a little bit more meat on, uh, on the bone. Uh, and then comes cave digger two. 
which for someone like me is a complete and polar opposite of what Cave Digger 1 was. This game has multiplayer. This game has enemies. It has three expansive biomes for you to, to explore. It's got crafting. I mean, this game, Roots, has legitimate depth to it now. And it's Cave Digger 2. Like, they should have just called this something else altogether. It's so different from the original. Yeah. Now, the whole thing of the cave digger was you go down in this hole, and you get gems, and you come out and in an elevator, right? That's it. You're not walking around. It's like a mobile game. Yeah, it was a pretty much a mobile game. And uh, this thing, uh, you know, if you if I was watching this, like if you just showed me this and didn't tell me what it was, I, I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, this is cave digger, too. Because uh, it, it doesn't look like Cave Digger. You know what I mean? It looks way better. It looks really good, actually. And um, looks like something that would be really cool to go into is what? Four-player co-op, right? Now, this is the biggest thing. I, I My question, and we keep asking this question. Uh, Zuckerberg, we want to know. Uh, you have We demand you tell us. Fuck, bro. Like, why is this on App Lab, dude? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I don't get it, dude. Like, why is this not in the main store? Why? Because it's, it's now it's in a weird spot where maybe people find it. Maybe they don't. And uh, it looks really cool. Maybe they have another uh, one of their developers. Maybe Sanzaru's working on uh, Hole Digger VR. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, we can't let this thing succeed. Something's happening. Something more. Because I, I just doesn't make sense, you know. Just fix your app lab. Make it to if the app lab. This is the thing. If you're if you could search it normal like anything else, the games came up like everything else. And it, even if it said app lab and it flashed yellow warning warning, but it still came up in the thing, um, you know, he'd be better off. It, it would make sense, but it's just weird. Yeah, I, and it's it's good that you mentioned that because to be quite honest, I don't have any problem with the the app lab system no like i think i think that it could work uh the only thing that's broken about it is is the search the the, the search method like they need to have a, a legitimate storefront for it mm -hmm. like a page an app lab page you can go to to see the app lab games and and when you search for the app lab games on the oculus store they need to pop populate the way the regular games do like a lot of people, when they search for a game on the Oculus Store, they don't ever click the search button. You just start typing in the bar and it pops up. But the App Lab games won't do that. Like you could type to the top in the in the Oculus search bar, and it will not pop up. It'll tell you there's there's no results, or it'll give you some other game that that's not related. But if you click search, then scroll to the bottom of the results, you'll see in plain text. No thumbnail, nothing, just in plain text that there's one result for Map Lab. Then if you click that, you'll find to the top or Cave Digger 2 or whatever it is. It's like they intentionally don't want people to find it, mm. which is odd. If you don't want people to find it, then why do you even have a damn App Lab? It, uh, it's counterproductive, counterintuitive, in my opinion. Yeah. And that, that would be it. That'd be the way to do it. Is, uh, you know, if I... If I type that in or and it comes up, even if you just lead me to the App Lab page, you know, or have an App Lab link that takes me to a separate page that's connected to my account and then I can search through it and I and then it comes up. Even that would be better than the system because you're right. Because people, even myself, I might not even, I might hit t to the and hit enter. 
expecting it to come up and it ain't going to come up that way either um so it, it's just yeah. uh it's just bad and to be clear there are are good third-party resources that you can use the to uh track the app lab title SideQuest is great there's another website that uh that, that tracks it that that stays fairly uh updated um but Oculus should be doing this. You should be able to access this stuff easily inside your headset. You shouldn't have to go on the web or on your phone or whatever. Like you should be able to do this inside the headset through Oculus instead of through a third party. Right. Uh, I mean, it is Oculus App Lab after all. And this is 2022 where people are afraid about and thinking water's from the toilet. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> like there's a lot of people that don't know anything about the pc anything about doing any of that so they're just going to go into the store that's in there this is a mobile thing this is what's available and they're going to assume if they don't see it it doesn't exist like you said we're so it, the problem is is you're conditioned to the the way the search bar works normally and you're going to go in thinking it's going to work the same way for it unless you know you're going to not find it and that was a longer, longer, uh, as we just said in between scenes. We don't need to talk that long on these individual <laughs> things. We just went into. Well, you got, you got me going on App Lab, bro. You know, <laughs> I, we just had this whole big thing about App Lab, and if we're going to be back here in three days, and if somebody says something about App Lab, we're going to go right down this same damn rabbit hole again because it's ridiculous. They need to fix it. Anyway, Cave Digger Two looks cool. Looks kind of like Beanstalker, except growing the other way instead of that way. Um, Looks cool, and uh, I don't know why it's on App Lab, but you know what, Roots? Uh, there are other games coming out this week that are not on App Lab, specifically the Tale of Inaugural, uh from Amata KK, the developer that brought us Last Labyrinth. Uh, this coming to the official Quest 2 store uh, on the very same day, uh, March 17th. Uh, this Roots does not look like Last Labyrinth. No, not at all. I'm just, I'm the, the my biggest thing with this is I'm I'm curious uh how this game is going to go like what it's going to be like I, it, I mean i think it's going to be good and i can't can't wait to see like gt or pd or something put out a video because i don't think we're going to get access and i i don't maybe i'll want access really bad after i see these videos i don't know because right now i don't care it's anime it's a puzzle game it does look really actually very very unique it might be amazing i mean it, it's probably going to be amazing is my guess could be anything. Could be either way. Uh, it looks like it's well. It looks like it's well produced, and that's really all I can say on it at this point. Uh, but we're not going to have to wait long. Uh, four days, yeah. and this one comes out. And we we've talked about this game a lot over the past month. So uh, it's good that it's finally dropping, and uh, we're we're finally going to get uh, to shed some light on the uh, mystery. Yeah, absolutely. Bluebell joining the chat just to uh, say good evening, and that. Uh, they agree. They agree with what we're saying, I guess, about App Lab. What's up? Yeah, hopefully somebody will hear. So they need to fix it. But yeah, we're not going to go down that road. We'll go right back down it again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mayor. Mayor Roots. Mayor is not on App Lab. Mayor is on the official Oculus Quest store. It has mm. been for some time. This came from Vision Trick Media. Uh, but it's not going to be exclusive to the Quest store any longer as it is coming to Steam VR with full PC VR upgrades uh, this week. Um, already a beautiful game on Quest Roots. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what this game is going to look like on uh, on a, a high spec PC such as my own. Super cool, right? This is a cool game. 
And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what it looks like in uh, PC VR as well. Yeah. So again, this one coming Steam VR same day, March seventeenth. Wow, you're gonna break your wallets, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're gonna start picking and choosing. That's kind of what we have to do as content creators. We just don't have the time to play all these damn games. We just have to pick some, pick the ones that we want to look play, or pick the ones you guys want to see us play. And uh, uh, there, there's certain ones though that are unquestionable. And uh, I think this next one is one of those that's uh, unquestionable. We're gonna be checking this one out. Earth has been destroyed. Humanity needs a new home. We must learn from our mistakes. The planet is constantly changing. We have to find a way to survive. Make use of the full potential of our new planet's resources. Don't let the enemies destroy our last hope. Finally, Outlier is releasing into Steam VR Early Access. This game coming uh, by way of Joyway, the developer which brought us Stride as well as Against, uh, as well as other titles before that even. Um, prolific VR developers, Roots, the, the kings of Early Access, Joyway. Uh, this looks incredible, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, not only is Joyway uh, the kings of early access, but they're uh, the kings of um, uh, many hats, right? They got so many things going on, and each one of them seems to be better and better than the game before. And uh, and I loved Against, Against, however you want to say it. Against, yeah, <laughs> Against is the, uh, is the Canadian version. Yes, that's right. Um, uh, but uh, Mash keeps saying, dude, this is going to blow you away. And uh, so I'm really psyched, man. It's kind of like Mash says about me, or I'm the same way with you, or both of you. If one of you is really excited about something, um, especially if you've, uh, you know, tried in the the, the early versions, then uh, I'm really psyched about it. So, yeah, man, this is a roguelike shooter, fast-paced adventure, uh, action adventure game, shooter, archery, uh, spell casting. Uh, and again, uh, an ever-changing map that's different every time you die. Uh, progressive upgrades, uh, continuing to build your character. Uh, progressing by dying, uh, a hallmark of uh, roguelikes. Uh, and again, uh, a cool-looking art style and uh, a beautiful-looking world. So, uh, yeah, we've been excited about this since the day they revealed it. And uh, four days from now. Uh, the, the world is going to get their hands, again, on the early access version of Outlier. You know what I was thinking might be a, a, a dilemma between this and, and you know, uh, other games and Alvo and stuff? Like, the next game. Like, which one do you get? Do you get the next game that's coming out, or do you get Outlier? I mean, I know what my pick would be. Um, we'll have to see what people in the chat, what you think would be. But Although, maybe that's your jam. I don't know. This this next one's a pretty tough contender. 
Let me ask you, friends, are you sick of your old cooking games? Would you like a fresh coat of paint to be put on them? Well, if so, I have got the game for you. Star Tenders, coming from Foggy Box Games. Uh, coming to Oculus Quest, as well as PlayStation VR. Um, so, yeah, Roots, this is totally not a cooking game. Uh, <laughs> because these are drinks. drinks. They're not food. So, uh, yeah, make make your drinks, serve your customers, uh, pastel colors. Uh, what more could you want? Yeah. I think if you're, if you're into this, it would be really cool. Or if you're into cooking games, this might be really cool, unique. Kind of like the take of um, the, the bowling game, right? If you're into bowling and all the different uh, um, bowling balls and stuff, I would rather have it be tapper style. Or I can like, these, you know, these guys are coming, they're getting pissed. You know what I mean? You got to make your drink and throwing it down and... Um, but, uh, but yeah, it looks pretty, it uh, looks like kids, say, some kids might like it. Honestly, and this is in all, all, all honesty, I think that I would enjoy Star Tenders more than any cooking game that I've played. I think the gameplay loop is going to be extremely similar to the, uh, most of the, uh, cooking games that I've played. What I think is going to make this game a little bit different Humor. is personality. I think there's going to be humor in it. You're going to have dialogue with the customers uh, like you would at a bar. Um, uh, right. I, well, whereas all of these cooking games all kind of seem generic. Hmm. Um, I think, I think that this is going to have personality. So uh, honestly, I, I'm not, I make jokes about it. I don't think that this is going to be a garbage title. Not my thing. I'm, you know, we said we have to pick and choose what we play. This ain't going to be it for us. But it might be it for you. Hmm. Uh, and, and if so, I'm not, you know, uh, all jokes aside, it looks like it's a pretty solid title. Yeah, I just noticed that it was um, Yogg's Cast Games, which is, uh, I don't know if you know what the Yogg's Cast or not. My kids watched it when they were growing up, and uh, Lewis and um, Shin. And, and it's just about, actually pretty pretty good, funny show on YouTube. And they uh, do a lot of things for charity and stuff. I'm assuming they're, it's connected, but... Uh, yeah, so it's probably pretty funny. Actually, yeah. actually, and, and P, PD knows them and hung out with them on their on their <laughs> on their stream and stuff. Uh, Sprague says garbage of the tenders. No, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, as as long as they don't make me like uh, learn terminology and, and study charts, then we'll be good, bro. We'll be all right. This yeah. game will be okay by me. Yeah. But I guess my point is, is that like, I guess what a horrible day to release next to um, Outlier and Tale of Ongoro and our next title, which is sure to uh, Digger 2, Dave Digger yeah, 2. Mayor, and then, uh, and then this, which again, uh, probably going to be a fairly popular release. One more second.
You know, Roots, the journey of Alvo is truly an extraordinary thing. I, I have been following this game for the longest time. Th this game was rumored to be coming to PlayStation VR for years. Then it died. It was officially killed. And then it resurrected from the dead, made it to, to uh, full release on PlayStation VR to a pretty warm welcome, has a pretty solid base on PSVR. And now here we are, uh, less than a year later, and it's coming to uh, the hottest platform in VR right now, Oculus Quest 2. Um, we, we were kind of talking as we as off air as we were watching through this trailer uh, about what this game kind of is. And as, as we were kind of describing what it was, I think this is kind of to military shooters on Quest what Star Tenders is to the cooking games. This is different. Like, this isn't just putting a military skin on a basic shooter and, and calling it a day. This is a game that's going to play very different than Contractors, than Zero Caliber, than... Uh, Pavlov. What's the other? Pavlov, right. This game uh, plays very different. Uh, you know, it has different mechanics. It has, has freaking dogs in it and drones. Like, this is a very different game. You can run and jump. Uh, there's a ton of weapons. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how this is um, going to be uh, received on the Quest platform because um, while the game, it's kind of going to be early access, not really. I mean, it's a full release. There's a lot more coming to this game after it gets released. Uh, it's still in a very comparable state to what it was when it launched on PlayStation VR, but there's one big difference, and it's a huge one, Roots. This game, unlike for what, unlike uh, the the PSVR release, this game is launching for twenty five dollars, which is a good price for this game compared to the forty that it launched for on PSVR. I think that they're going to have a much much better uh, reception on uh, Oculus Quest Two because of this. And uh, four days, roots, four days, we're going to have this one in our hands. Oh wow, how exciting! Well, and this is what I, you know, this has been my biggest gripe for the games that you. You, uh, I love contractors. I love Pavlov. I like a lot of the different maps. You know, everybody talks about the Call of Duty maps, and and um, and you know, you go into Nuketown, and and it's Nuketown, and you feel like, oh my God, I'm in Nuketown. I, I played this game my entire life. And but what they don't nail in those games, at least for me, is the gameplay. The gameplay feels the same as it did without the skin of Nuketown, and so you're not having the chaos. You're not having the the dogs you're getting and throwing out there. You're not having the drones. You're not having all the, the just the the fast pace, right? The stuff that uh, to me is the gameplay, which makes Call of Duty. So this is, to me, lo looks like the, the closest thing you're gonna get to Call of Duty until they bring out an actual Call of Duty VR. And, um, and from what I'm hearing, uh, from what people that have tried this um, can say, well, I, I can't say actually, but um, it's, it, I think it's gonna blow people away. Yeah, yeah, I, I do too. And um, from what I'm hearing, the, the, the movement in this game is just phenomenal. Like, it's super, super fast-paced. It's way faster-paced than your, your typical multiplayer shooters. And uh, again, um, uh, it's going to continue to evolve past launch. Eventually, this thing is going to have full cross-play with PlayStation VR. Um, in fact, 
if I understand correctly, uh, they already have a couple of significant updates pretty much ready to roll for this game. But Oculus is kind of insisting that they wait a little, give it a little bit of time after launch. So uh, th- this they just released uh, today, earlier today via their Discord server. Um, they've already got patch notes for the first two patches. Um, so the first patch, patch number one, which will come five to seven days after uh, release on, uh, on or about March the 24th, so we're going to get a new map called Factory. Um, let me click on this so I can read it a little bit better. Gun-oriented movement currently tracks the primary hand. We will be changing to the user's offhand, possibly an option for either. So uh, a new uh, uh, new control options, basically. Uh, and then team deathmatch and suit and destroy matchmaking and balancing improvements. So that's patch one. Patch two... Uh, is basically two weeks after release. March 31st, they're going to add co-op zombie mode. They're going to add desert night and days maps. They're going to add uh, haptic support for MagTube and B-Haptics. Nice. They're going to inter- they're going to integrate Oculus parties and travel systems recently met. Uh, they're adding a sticky grenade and a Molotov cocktail. So those are the first two uh, patches already laid out both going to come out within two weeks of the original launch and that's just the start friends it's just going to keep going as uh, as time goes on um i'm looking forward roots not only to playing this but again seeing how the uh, quest community uh reacts to it receives it and then seeing how the communities play together how the balancing goes mm. When on when we have move controllers on one side, not move controllers, aim. touch controllers on one side and aim controllers on the other, that's when uh, that's when it's going to get really fun. Oh my god! So which one would you play? Because aim controller is the know. superior we, version, right? I guess as far as the aiming or the gun. That these these are questions we are going to be answering in the coming weeks, roots. I don't know currently, but we will know soon. And we will bring you that answer. Make sure, if you haven't already, that you click the big red subscribe button and the bell. Uh, We're going to answer all these questions and more as time goes on. Hack says sliding downstairs and around corners is so fun. That's the thing. The movement, everything about it. And uh, and that's the gameplay. I, I, I keep stressing this. doesn't matter what what the game looks like if the gameplay is, is meh. So my prediction is that the, the one thing that killed this game um or i guess i didn't kill it because it's still here right um on the playstation vr at least at launch was the price like wes said now they're getting a second chance it's not very often that they get a second chance and i predict the second chance is going to be it's going to be what they wanted the first one to be it's going to be received very well that's my prediction yeah and when they do finally get crossplay worked out if they time that update on the playstation network with another significant upgrade, be it new weapons or a new map or something of that sort to kind of draw the PlayStation players back in, all of a sudden the PSVR players are going to be coming back in to check out the new content. And lo and behold, the lobbies are going to have people in them, like more than before. Um, it could be a revival of this game. Not not that it's dead by any means. People play this on PlayStation. I'm saying it could reach new heights on the PlayStation network based on 
the integration of crossplay. Yep, absolutely. And Scion says touch controllers with Erector, bro. Absolutely. There you go. He knows what's up. He yeah. knows what's up. And it may have taken, there might have been a delay, but, you know, Mist was mentioned, and here's Scion. He showed up. What's up, Scion? He knows. He knows. He hears it, bro. He hears when we say that word. It's like yeah. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Uh, anyway, one more thing coming out. After all of that, six games that are uh, being released on March 17th, uh, we do also have one very, very significant update uh, being released on uh, March 17th, and that's the Population 1 Metropolis map uh, from Big Box VR. Um, all platforms, Quest, Rift, Steam VR, all getting this new map. And according to... Uh, the uh the upload vr it's the uh metropolis map is its biggest most complex area yet so uh a huge update to population one a game that we've been getting into recently back into and uh everything i'm seeing and hearing about this is phenomenal roots uh what are we gonna do bro i gotta quit my job i have to quit my job yeah make this your job that's what you need to do. I'd love to make this my job. I'd love to make this my job. It's kind of the dream, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Then I could play all these games. I'd stream every day if I didn't have to go to work. I'd play all these games live. So, um, Well, there you go. Yeah, subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe. Ring the bell. <laughs> if you want that to happen, if you want to see a stream from Wes every day, then uh, help us grow. And uh, and we'll... we'll We'll get to um, get to that to that level, right? Yep, we're gonna hang out here, bro. Keep keep growing. We're at fifteen hundred now, by the way. Fifteen oh one, fifteen oh two. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. I knew we right. could do it. Now no, we gotta go, get to two thousand. No. <laughs> yep, time time to get to two thousand. That's, right. That's actually a fairly significant one, two thousand. So uh, looking forward to hitting that one. So yeah, absolutely. It's taking. Thank, it's thank taking you guys. Yeah, I think so. It takes a while to to actually organically grow, and um and like you were saying to uh, between realities when Alex was on there and he was saying, uh, you know that they've got a smaller community and and that he wanted to you know have, be a bigger voice and wanted to get bigger and what you said applies to us as well. You know what I mean? It's not even about the size of it; <laughs> it's what you do with it, right? um but <laughs> no it's about the uh the community right we got one of the best communities out there um as well as between realities kind of share a lot of the same people and it doesn't matter it's like i'd rather have our community at the size we are than some of the biggest ones that have the same size engagement as we do right it's crazy right right well, the, well that's what i was saying to uh to, to alex and skiva the, the other day through the chat was that uh their subs are all real and I, and I can say that about our 1500, it may just be 1500, but it's legit 1500. We didn't buy one of those. Those are all people. And, uh, it shows through our engagement, man. People show up week after week, show after show to, uh, to, to, uh, watch us do what we do best. And, uh, I love you all for, for that. And, um, you know, we keep it real here. And if it takes 10 years for us to, uh, to get a big number next to our name, then it takes 10 years. But uh, we're never, again, we're always going to stay true to what we do. And what we do is we make content for hardcore VR gamers. We do not make content for algorithms. And it's the way it's always going to be here. And uh, that's that. Yeah, absolutely. 
and Spry says it's the best keep kept secret on YouTube, and I agree. That's uh, that's uh, that's us. Look, I got the uh, the QTC thing on shirt. Oh, I've got the uh, the swarm. I know. <laughs> I was thinking Aaron and Caribou. Yeah, that swarm. It. Uh, anyway, um, that's gonna wrap up what's out this week and bring us to our next reminder. Uh, it's that time again, friends. It's that time where we call upon you to join us, to give two minutes of your time to support one of these developers that we've talked about today or even another developer uh, by taking just a moment to wishlist the game. Go with us right now in real time. Wishlist the game, something that we've talked about today that you're interested in, something that's been on your mind. Uh, it's important. It helps raise the profile of these games on the different platforms it helps people gauge uh, interest. Uh, it's extremely important to uh, to what these uh, th these studios are doing, and it's a very small thing for us. It's just a couple clicks. So uh, I'm going to go roots onto Steam mm -hmm. right now, and I'm going to wish list the Atlas Mystery, a VR puzzle game, because we talked about it earlier, and I think it looks really cool. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. And this Scion asked in the chat, this is my answer to Scion. He said, uh, what about Mist? Well, this is it. They're they're touting this as a, as a Mist um, type of puzzle game. And it looks pretty cool. You should check it out, Scion. You might enjoy it. And Scion, uh, have you tried Wanderer yet? Oh, yeah. You got to play Wanderer, Scion. Like, for real, dude. That's you're your game. That game. Yeah, you're going to love it. Anyway, basically, uh, Scion, nothing about Miss, dude. We're talking about a puzzle game. And like all puzzle games, they claim inspiration from Mist. That's all. <laughs> That's it. We just assumed that since we said the word Mist that you were going to show up. And sure enough, you did. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, here I am on the uh, page, the Steam page for Atlas Mystery. Planned release date, March 31st. Add to your wish list, yes. One friend wants this game, it says. And that friend is I Am Roots. I Am Roots wants this game. Nice. Uh, I just, yeah, I just see. You can see Wes just truth checked me in real time. Um, <laughs> what's funny is um, you, you need to check it out, Sign, for sure. That game is, is amazing. It's definitely up your alley. And, uh, um, I, you know, one thing I do want to mention on Mash's uh, YouTube channel and on his Facebook group, if you go to, uh, I guess, either one of them, you'll see there's a video for Alvo. I was going to mention it during the Alvo section segment, but I forgot. Alvo is giving away not only a game every day of their of Alvo on through the Facebook group, but they're also giving away an Oculus Quest 2. That's, what? what? Yeah, um, the $300 model and... If I would, I, I thought about this a lot because my name is going to go in the drawing. I did put it in there. Scion, if you will use it, if I win it, it's going to you, bro. Then all you, have, then all you have to do is buy the optics, 50, 60 bucks, and you'll have an amazing time and in between your index. So, but and in time, you won't even have to, uh, to have a Facebook account for it, you could uh, register it with a simple Meta account. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh no! Anyway, uh, that's amazing. Thank you to uh, Martin Paul Incorporated 
for sponsoring this giveaway on the uh, Q2C community. It's amazing. Uh, again, that's a, a copy of Alvo being given away every day on the Facebook group. And then uh, and, and when's the drawing for the uh, Quest 2 routes? Um, I think about the, like, a, I think four, three or four days. I know basically you can, uh, the, the info's there for specifics, but you there's two chances to enter. You can enter through the Facebook group and you can enter through the, uh, the YouTube. So if you go to both, um, MASH has a video and explanations on what to do and when it's set up, but I would go as soon as possible. And, uh, and then you might win a Quest 2. How amazing would that be, right? Yeah, Q2C uh, community on uh, on Facebook. There is a uh, link in the description below. Be sure you get over there, check it out. Get your free headset, guys. That's amazing. Even if you've already got one, enter. I have two, and it's not enough. I need a third one. Yeah. Um, so I, w I wouldn't be surprised if wife entered in for it because we really do need another headset here. Well, We've been holding off because we know that, that uh, other ones are coming uh, this year. Hopefully. You, oh, you, I guess we don't know, right? You got multiple people in that house. You could enter. Yeah. Your daughter could enter. You know, she could have her own headset. And How here's crazy the, would that be? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. With the exception of my youngest, they all play more VR than I do. Like now, like over the last two to three months, it's gotten to the point where they play every day. I can't play every day. They play every day. Uh, that's nuts, man. <laughs> it's nuts that I have all these headsets and it's not enough. <laughs> that is crazy. Well, you know, it's, it's like I said, we're, we've entered that moment um, where television entered, where you didn't have one per, per household. It became two, three. Now they're in every room, and uh, pretty soon yep. they're going to be in every room, you know? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, that's going to bring us to our final reminder this week and every week. And that is how you can do your part to help support us, our channel, our community, your channel, your community, uh, Virtual Strangers. Of course, if you're new, the, the best way to help is by clicking the big red button, ring the bell. That way you can stay up to date with all of our content uh, here on the Virtual Strangers channel. Uh, and... Uh, Believe me, friends, uh, the content's about to be picked up in a very tangible way. So uh, you're going to want to make sure you hit that bell. If you want to do something uh, a little bit extra, something a little more to, uh, to, to help build us up, you can support us on Patreon. All we ask is $3 per month, not per week, $3 per month. We will send you uh, our weekly show notes, which more and more each week becomes like a like a newsletter hmm. uh, with all kinds of cool stuff linked in it. Um, you get it before the show. You get it like two to three hours before the show. So you already know what we're going to talk about going in. You already have watched all the videos and, and know what I'm going to say, or at least a good percentage of it. Uh, but that's not all. You get insider updates. You get exclusive content, all for less than a dollar per week. And you get peace of mind knowing that you did your part to help build up our awesome community so uh thank you to all those out there who um who support us on patreon and roots i finally updated the outro we uh, have a legit up-to-date outro that we're going to be running today with everybody's name uh that, that supporting us on patreon it's all current, at least for the next uh hour or two until someone else uh either <laughs> removes their donation or, or or becomes a patron and then we'll make another one 
um, the, the moral of the story is, is that I went back into that game and reshot that background again so that I can uh, update now update, keep it updated. So nice. uh, we're, we're back on track there. Yeah. Um, how crazy, one, well, uh, how, how crazy is it that, um, like in the past we've said, uh, you know, that it's cheaper than a, uh, quad venti white mocha. Now, I, now <laughs> right, I'm right. now in 2022 and this time I have to say it's now it's cheaper than a, a gallon of gas. You know what I mean? And depending on where you live, especially if you live in the EU, fuck man, you might as well be getting a Starbucks uh, coffee for almost $8 a gallon. Yeah, we might have to uh, bump it up to five here sometime this year, right? <laughs> Just to keep up with the times. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Uh, anyway, um, last but not least, we want to remind you that there is an invitation down below to the Virtual Strangers Discord server, which is where we all dwell when we're not on, in front of cameras or inside of headsets. We're on Discord. Half the time that we are on camera and inside of the, the headset, we're still on Discord. Uh, it's something that we use uh, all day, every day to, uh, to to network for for multiplayer games. We uh, we share hardware tips for people who are looking to get consoles or graphics cards. Uh, we talk about the the VR news of the day. We talk about the flat gaming news of the day. Uh, we just don't talk about the actual news news of the day. We don't do that anymore. Uh, because it turns people into assholes, and we don't like that. It's too so, spicy. Uh, no, too spicy. Too too <laughs> spicy. Yeah. That's a mamma mia. That's a spicy <laughs> meatball. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we got rid of we got rid of the politics discussion, uh, but everything else is on the table, and uh, we do, and we'll talk about that uh, lovingly, friendly, uh, in in this wonderful community that can now be your wonderful community. All you have to do is click the link below and uh, stop by and say hello come home please come on home yeah <laughs> anyway uh zaylam Roo says the show notes are nice they're getting better right like i keep uh tweaking them you know reorganizing them I, i'm i'm a kind of a stickler for formatting if you guys couldn't tell they don't just automatically turn out all nice and neat like that i'm kind of a little ocd with the formatting on them um but yeah they're super nice this week because there's extra stuff at the bottom there's like five or six extra things at the bottom that that uh, we didn't even bring up on the screen for the show. So uh, go check that stuff out. Go go check out your Prey Dog video and go check out your uh, 30 to 45 minutes of Cities VR footage. And uh, there, there's three articles in there on uh, new releases games that that didn't didn't make the headlines because they were new releases. I just moved them down here. Uh, anyway, with all that said, friends, we'd like to thank you. Once again, for watching for Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you Tuesday. Bye. Take it easy.